So we get to the, you know, backstage area and they escort us to Jennifer's dressing room. Mm-hmm. And we're in Jennifer's dressing room and we're just kind of like chilling out. And then she comes out absolutely radiant, gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous, stunning. And this is where I get back to my part about my age. Okay. I touched her. We embraced. We held hands. Okay. We took selfies. We hugged. We air kissed. Mm-hmm. I am now ageless because of that. Because oh. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is ageless. You stunned me. You're like, I was like, <laughs> and I knew if exactly anyone wants to question that, that woman's age and her ability to be ageless, the fountain of youth that she's drinking from, exactly. she's breathtaking. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey. Give me a call later, okay? It's your mother. I love you. Bye. Hey, rude boy, why go and talk to me? They roll out or what? All right, now I'm active, you know. Right now I'm ready to touch the road. Do road, you know. Just meet me back and let me know how I go on. But how come every time I call you, you don't answer your phone? Like, what's the point of you having the phone if you're not even going to answer it? Don't be telling me the voice on for these hoes, all right? Listen, when you get this message, you call me back. Man, I ain't got time for this shit. Back to business. Talking, entertainment, sports, lifestyle, relationships, and well, whatever the hell else comes to mind. You're now listening to Fully Loaded with Focus JRJ. Yo, actually, you know what? This is actually really sad because I didn't think about this before we picked this song. But like Bobby Chris's birthday was like this or last week. I think it should have been 24 on Thursday. So it's actually really dark now. So you're welcome. I'm glad that we always have you here because you know what? You always keep up with Bobby Christina. Was it Brown? Do I really, Bobby Chris? I was trying to move my... I hit the wrong button. I mean, do I really keep up with Bobby Chris like that? I feel like you listen back to the episodes of when... She passed. You were like on it for every story. Really? Yeah, you were on it. I mean, because I, I really liked Whitney Houston, so I guess that was just like a weird. I just found it weird to me. I like um, Whitney Houston, but I just mm. didn't follow Bobby Christina's situation like that. That's fair. I mean, you probably wouldn't if you weren't like a huge Whitney fan because she was like you know the daughter of. It's like following Blue Ivy. Like if you're not into Beyonce like that, like you don't really care what Blue Ivy's doing. But Beyonce, but I care. Blue Ivy, I don't know. All right, whatever. All right. Well, anyway, episode 41 of Fully Loaded. I hope you guys enjoyed number 40 because that was a fucking catastrophe. I again. thought 40 was fun. It was no, a, 40 was definitely it fun. It was a catastrophe trying to, trying to get it out. That's where the real problem came. Can but. you guys please stop bullying us? If we're late with the audio, let me tell you something. It's because it is an issue. Me and Malcolm are usually on good like we're on time we're on deck with this shit but it, it like technical difficulties and god wanted us to hold back we cannot go against the lord we were in labor like we were just just trying to give birth like the baby just wasn't ready to come out yet and that's fine so we don't hold anything back from you guys so we lost 20 minutes of audio so what you heard at the end of the podcast was me like covering up a mistake of the lost audio yep. i can't help that's that it is what it is um Hopefully it was enough of enough for you guys and right. you guys um, received it well and I think it was well more than enough and oh, I, yeah, same. I think you guys really enjoyed it. Um I want to shout out to Keena, shout out to Eva and guys please stop hitting me up fucking harassing me asking about their social media handles and where they're from <laughs> Brooklyn and shit like that. I can't help you. I'm not here for this shit. This is not matchmaker. 
And y'all can't have my friends if y'all if y'all see them in the street. That's upon yourself. I never, well, that's not true. Let me not say. It. I just I, I never figured out how people could be so into somebody that they never even seen before just by voice. But, but you that's know, not true. I've heard some voices before where I've been like, okay. No, you know, right, it's, it's it's a guy instinct. It's like you hear a voice. You like, who the fuck is that? She from Brooklyn. Hold mm-hmm. on, hold on. So you know, and then you know, they're my, some of them are my friends. So these, yeah, the, the, the savage, it's a much easier. No, it's just a savagery. Like, oh yeah, well, you're a reflection <laughs> of the company you keep. You're so, right. I mean, this is these are all the facts. Right. But before we move on, we have to get into our fun fact. I started this episode 40. I think we're going to keep it up now. So 41. I feel like, you know, every number episode, I'm going to do a fun fact. What's that? So let me think of something. All right. 41 was the number of times that Whitney Houston screamed Bobby on being Bobby Brown. So there you go. That was her saying Bobby just now. (laughs) But yeah. So anyway. Hold on. Let me ask you. Since this is a month of March. Um. Are we celebrating? I don't know. Sometimes I need your clarification as to because you tweeted something the other day for women's um, women's history month. Yeah, women's yeah, history. Well, month. I think it was see, sarcasm. It was sarcasm. And, and oh, it was very sarcastic. I, I could read it. It was a lot of sarcasm. So. Yeah. No, I'm celebrating. This might seem a little biased. I'm celebrating like Black Women's History Month, which is not really a thing. But you know, when it comes to like you know, you know, white feminism, like they don't be here for all feminism for all women so i feel like you know yes it's women's history month but i'm just going to acknowledge you know the women that acknowledge me so i put up a post on black on on international women's day on wednesday mm-hmm. and it was just like like a lineage of black women so it was like a picture from like the nine, like 1900 and like the 30s and mm-hmm. then like the 60s and then like the late 90s and then like today so but yeah no i'm acknowledging it like you know i'm giving my girls their month if you're a black woman you're extra popping out here because you got two months in a row like you know you got black history and women history month so y'all just doing it and i can't hate on that so I did read it right. So you are celebrating, but it was just a lot of sarcasm. So I agree. Yeah, no, because, all right, so the t- I wish I don't have it in front of me, but the, 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 the thing that I wrote was, I was like, wow, I was, it was lazy, like, can't we celebrate all genders? You know, how come we know you exactly. guys have to separate yourselves? Self, exactly. All genders matter. It was definitely a play on, you know, Black History Month and, you know, white people being like, what's oh, the problem? What's the problem with all lives matter versus black lives exactly. matter? So yeah. it's like, well, you guys can celebrate one gender and the other ones you guys can't for, uh, agree with as exactly. far as racial groups. So um, just a little trolling, just a little trolling for the community. In this date and age, 2000, how about to say 16, still, mm-hmm. um, 2017, who is one of your favorable females or women? <sighs> yes, that's so happy you asking me this question. One of the women you I'm look up to. I'm actually really excited I about know, this. Come on, calm down, bitch. I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> Miss Bitch, because it is now March and this is our month, so you're going to respect me. Right. All right. I don't have, there's so many people. Oh, obviously Beyonce, because Beyonce's right. amazing. Tracy Ellis Ross, who, did I ever tell you the story about her, her driver almost ran me over? No. Okay, so one time I was walking through 57th Street, right? So I'm walking from... Shout out to the driver, first of all. Right, I guess shout out to the driver. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, why don't we shout out to the driver? But I was just like, okay, you know, people just working out here, just making a hustle, but you're an asshole. <laughs> so I was walking from Columbus Circle to 57th Street on the Q line. So, you know, it's like two blocks. And I'm walking, and I step out into the street, and it was like one of those weird moments where, like, the... The crosswalk turns well. The crosswalk turns green the same time as the the traffic light turns green, but he was turning. So like I stepped out and he was about to turn. I like stepped back and then I let him go and then roll right on past with Joan Clayton in the back seat and I got dumb hype and waved and she was just like hey and I was just like Get the fuck out. Get the Joan fuck Clayton out. almost ran me over y'all I'm popping out here Get the fuck out my way I got somewhere to be basically right. But yeah, so uh, Tracy Ellis Ross I could really just do this all day. You don't want me to do this. Um, who else? I mean, top of mind right now is Viola Davis because you know she's just been doing it out here, and yeah, it's just yeah, I don't know. 
you know, it's so many women that like black women. Oh, I sh- shouldn't just say black. Well, women in general, because it's a, this this month is. I feel like it's a lot of like. You can say black women. Uh, black women, yeah, but then okay. also I feel like with the week, the week we had last week, it was like all the women was. Oh no, because it was International Women's Day, which so, I got. You yeah. know, um, like. I just realized how cool Beyonce moms is. <laughs> like, I was oh, fun. Tina knows. Tina knows is everything. <laughs> I don't know why. Please Do you see her me. corny joke? Like, I was on so I was on her Snapchat. I mean, not her Snapchat. Her, um, no, she's Insta- funny. Instagram, and yes. I'm like, if this was my mom, I would have real problems. Yeah, like, get the fuck off this. No, Tina like, Lawson cracks me but up, she, but she's hilarious. Yeah. Um, th- I I really don't have a. I just asked you th- this because like I know you probably would have a particular. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a bunch. I have a bunch for different reasons, but those are like the first two or three that come to mind ideally. But if you gave me enough time, I could really say hand. You know just what? Run I do have one. Fuck. It. Oh, and Felicia Rashad, but I just you I'm know. gonna say Bevy Smith because I work with Bevy every day. You okay, know, that's how, fair. You know how fucking cool Bevy is. Like she's really like fucking cool. I don't know. Like if you know, I saw people... Bevy out one time and she was lit up and she was with somebody else that I know. Right. And I was like, hey Bevy, and she was like, hey sugar, and I was just like, like Bevy gives you like very like auntie feels. That's what she she always like like giving me these like little coachings she's like no, mm-hmm. that's the type of woman you need to be like and i was like no i like you know yeah. the girl with the ashley uh, i'm pretty sure you didn't watch but did you you <sighs> did you ever see fashion queens on bravo i did see it okay like that's when i really fell in love with bevy i was like okay like i'm, I'm here for this and shout out to bevy because she has a show coming in august on page six. Oh yeah cuz page 6 I picked up. Yeah, with, yeah for uh, a full season. John Fugel saying so yeah. yeah that should be a great. But there's a l- bunch of anyway. other, w- other women that I don't um know but we should celebrate them. But Beyoncé, Rihanna, <laughs> they all like great people, you know what I'm saying? I don't know them, but I just sh- just wanted to mm-hmm. ask you that question. Yeah. Um so all you women at home listening, thank you for listening, continue listening and uh forgive <laughs> us because the antics that we uh, serve up here are from the Who? heart. Don't say we. I don't be caught up in that bullshit. I got some drunk clips of you, okay? All right, so let's move right on. <laughs> so we have a guest in the studio today. Let's not hold off right. any further. I feel like it's so rude. It's like weird. It's not weird. I'm gonna keep it hundred. Sometimes it's just like, all right, how long can we keep up this yeah, like, good conversation? Yeah, bef- yeah, without letting the guest in. But you know, it's not to do it out of being rude or anything. But we have a yes. guest um, who, speaking of Beyonce, yes, has won already a place in my heart, and she doesn't even know this because. She dressed up as Beyonce for Halloween, and I was all the way here for it. And I said, I'll be there. <laughs> I did not know I had my kindred spirit in the building today. So, What's up, world? So this is Mila Jam. <laughs> yes, Mila Jam. Hi, guys. Hailing from, now you, you're from Georgia originally? Yeah, I'm from Georgia. And now you're in New York. Mm. ATL to NYC. All the same. You know, us black folk up here, we do it the opposite way. Oh, NYC to ATL? Yeah, we just go to Georgia. You know, we try to buy like a three hundred dollar house, and we try to think we're gonna make oh, it yeah. down there. That is usually what we do, yeah, because we we just can't do it up here. No, same. That's yeah. where my brother moved down there. <laughs> oh, I mean, for like many reasons, but including <laughs> just like it's too fucking expensive in New York. And I was like, I don't blame you. Exactly. Yeah, no, you can go poor. Yeah, you can really go poor here. <laughs> so, um, you're artists. Uh, yes. Recording artist. Uh, are you signed to any labels as a? I'm a recording artist that is currently not signed to a label, but I'm working on uh, my project, and uh, I've been with an indie label before. But um, you know, these days you just shoot for the stars without. So, do you want to be independent? Uh, yeah, that was just about to ask because that's very important to know. Like, are you because people are always recording artists? We're recording podcasts. Actually, I, are we signed to anybody? Yeah, fucking no. no. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, everyone is a recording artist. We're now. recording. Um, no, I'm. I'm. I love music and I love mm-hmm. to make music and I, part of my legacy is is making recorded music, um, you know, and I want my voice to carry beyond my, you know, my existence Your here time. on this planet. That's real. So, yeah, but I, I you know, 
listen, I'm down for what's right for me. Mm-hmm. And if it's the approach is if with a, if it's with a major label, cool. If it's not, it's not. And I just got to do what's right for me. Oh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, no, I'm a firm, after you. I'm a firm believer. I'll open the door. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in saying that different strokes are for different folks. Because I know that a lot of people, you know, like, why would you sign to that label? It's just like everybody's not giving the same deal and the same no, yeah. uh, attention and energy. Like one person, they could have a bigger budget. And then sometimes it's just like everybody doesn't have the same drive when you've been on a label. And everyone's not out here for you. you right. Yeah. Because you know? a label could easily tell you you could put out two albums. And you. what if I don't want to do two? What if I just want to, you know, do one just and just... Go do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was listening to Remy Ma on another round today. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, and I, I didn't mean to bring up Remy in that sense. And she was talking about how when she was in jail, you know, she spent a lot of time thinking about like that's music. That's what jail will do for you. I know you that's right. You better come out with Have bars. you been locked up? I've never been locked up. <laughs> and I don't plan to be. I know that's right. You know, <laughs> that's the place, that, uh, obviously, where you can get it together. Yeah. <laughs> Or oh, really, wait, wait, or really wait. fall apart. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Khalif. Oh, damn. I'm, I'm being honest. That I'm was not mad to, dark. I'm not trying to be funny. Khalif. Anyway. Khalif Brown. Anyway, back okay. to what I was saying about Remy Ma. So Remy was saying how when she was in jail, she spent a lot of time thinking about how like the label that she was with didn't really have her back like that. Mm-hmm. And I think she said her song was in, like, I think a Just Dance commercial or Just Dance game. And her song like her song was just all over the place. Yeah. And she wasn't reaping any of those benefits. Like, she didn't see she not didn't see a of dime of that yeah. money. But just because yeah. of the lab- whatever contract she had with the label, they were just like, oh, hey, girl, thanks for doing these uh, great tracks. But we're not going to, like, you're not going to see any of this. Which yeah. is why now her and Joe are independent because they really wanted to, like, you know, cap- like, they wanted to own their masters. So. I mean, and when you have everyone kind of doing it on their own and you got YouTube and Instagram and mm-hmm. everyone's just kind of making it happen how they can. Yeah. That's that's just the way it is. You know? How did you make your way into like um, you, you've been on several shows and like mm-hmm. um, you have interviews and, and, and your your resume, it speaks for itself. Do you have like a publicist or like how do you come to New York and you make all these things happen or did it start in, in Georgia? I hustle. Oh, oh shit. I do it all myself. A round of applause for that shit. Damn it. I wish we had real applause that is right now. Right? Clapping for myself, yes. I don't have a publicist at the moment. I'm um I have like amazing people that I've worked with in the industry, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if anyone if you guys know, you make connections and you right. network and you meet people and of course. You have to just you have to like write people's names down and emails down and remember remember people and you make it happen and it's it's a lot of work, but I, I feel like whenever you're passionate about something, you will find a way to do it. And that's just that's very interesting you said that um that if you're very passionate because i know people that like you know they try to get on or i know people who actually have gotten on there's a weird thing of like when you're like this upcoming artist mm-hmm. it's almost like you're always bothering everybody because you're not like but i do person. think that there's an art to doing that okay there's not it's not about bo- bothering everyone mm-hmm. and using everyone the same exact way right and you it's when you're building relationships you have to know how to talk to the people that you're working with and are working around and you know your ins and outs and where where it's good to help or good to ask for help and good to not ask for help and you know you can't use everyone in the same way mm-hmm. so I, I feel like you know it is it can get annoying you can get very annoying to people and you're like oh here she comes asking me for more favors mm-hmm. but you have to be smart about it and then you have to learn how, when to back down and maybe take a chill pill and maybe take some time off and then reassess so you're not on 42nd street just handing out cds <laughs> no okay. there's nothing wrong with handing out fucking cds on 42nd street there says someone that has handed out that. C- there's no, very wrong with that which means your Nobody black ass been out there CD. doing <laughs> that too oh, no it's so awkward when you're walking through 42nd street and someone's trying to throw headphones on your head and you're like what the fuck is this like what is this far headphones on your head you know what i'm saying like they're trying to force it into your face like oh i was like, like that's that? that's like good 
what would be smart they just had like a speak let me not give away promo tips to these <laughs> negroes actually consult me you can email me at you know malcolmsmithconsulting.com oh that's what I we, don't know what that is don't email that that's exactly <laughs> what we don't. need people walking down 42nd street with trash music blasting it out on multiple corners thank I mean, you listen, Malcolm you're welcome I don't walk through Times Square just for that reason Walking here today, I walked up 8th and then shot straight across the avenues. Anyway, um, but yes, so let's get into this week's uh, situation. So, mm. so last week, Remy Ma, well, this week, Remy Ma released a seven-minute track, and that was... The, Remy? That was two weeks ago, fam. Uh, let's fast forward. All right, so... Well, we're still talking about, we're still talking about it, obviously. All right, so... <laughs> Even though it's not on the web. We're getting there. We're getting there. So if you maybe missed, you know, somehow all of pop culture last two weeks, maybe you were, you know, in solitary confinement. I don't know. You out here Whatever living vacation you was on, take me next time. I right? was with J-Lo, so I wouldn't. You were what? We're going to get into that, too. Oh, Please yeah, do not no. give away spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting there. We're totally getting there. But um, so as we all know, Remy Ma dropped Sheether. She dropped another track that we weren't really that crazy about, but she dropped it. We said, okay, whatever. So No, we it. did not say, okay, we said you're doing too fucking much. Well, Let's I keep said, it okay. All right. You're I said, okay. I'll speak for me. All right. You don't beat somebody up and then kick them. Well, maybe I would, but that's a different story. Exactly. So she pretty much, you know, washed uh, Nikki's shit after school. And then Nikki came back (laughs) after two weeks with her brothers and was like, come on, let's jump her. Ideally being this track with Lil Wayne and Drake. So Who couldn't fight? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly my point. So Nikki released this track and... um, this is What's it called? No Fraud. No Fraud. That shit is it, fraud. It, she released three tracks. And now they're the big three. They're supposed to be like, you know, the super team. You know, if you remember mm-hmm. LeBron. Um, Wade and, and Wa- Bosh. Bosh. Yeah, exactly. Look at me, though. Ha-ha. <laughs> that was his. I don't like, even watch basketball. <laughs> look, at, look how happy Giddy he is. Look at this motherfucker. Because I never win these, like, sports things with you. <laughs> I never win. So this is a big honor for me. And it was a very strategic plan to release in this track because it's like, you know, let me release this thing that sounds, you know, basically like a pop hit yep. so that way I radio could, friendly so I could win that's what it was about winning yeah because I already know where, where Nicki's gonna go with this because first of all the song's already numbered on the, in the top 10 on iTunes yeah. so Nicki's gonna be like oh my diss track was number one for 12 weeks and blah like she just did that shit just, just so she could just have that title because the song is whack on the same or her verse is whack at least on the same label that removed Remy's track because the track is actually belongs to Universal Records. Does it really? Nas- because did she not sample? I mean, did she not get clearance for the Ether sample? No. See, I didn't think so. Damn, Ram. Damn it, Remy. Seven this minutes. This is the second Bronx oh, artist wow. that has done that. So you see what you see what it was. So this is yeah. she's on this label, Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold and on. Universal's like, we can take the track down. Wait a minute. Oh wow. I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm please. Oh, I don't have the. So is this still on iTunes? Cause I paid my fucking one twenty nine for Sheetha, so if that, that shit is back. not if it's not up there, <laughs> refund me my money. <laughs> like, hold on, it was for sale? Um, Hell yeah, it was for sale. I bought it just to be petty. <laughs> like, damn, I, I was like, it. I'll give you the one twenty nine, girl, because this was good. Mm-hmm. Let me go check my iTunes but what real is, quick. Hold on, when did we get to the point where we had to pay for music? I don't remember when Jay Z. Nigga, you always had to pay for music. Y'all wait, was just wait, stealing I'm it. I'm lying. We did pay for Takeover on Jay Z's album, and Ether was on Nas' album. I take that back. We did have to pay for music. And if it wasn't, if you but when that shit dropped. This is true. We was recording it from our tape decks. Um, how do you feel about? I mean, because this, this this industry could be very catty. It's obviously a male dominated, even behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. There's a lot of fucking uh, powerful female that's in position to make records pop, make shit go away, make things happen, make you get deals and all that types of good stuff. What is your what is your idea of like being catty, like the competitiveness? What do you think about it? 
I think it's all for noise. It's just to make people, you know, it's to keep things going with people's like stories and like it's uh, to me it's like it perpetuates all of this extraneous, you know, these theories that people have about artists and where they come from and their labels and, you know, if, it, if they're this or they represent that. And it just keeps the story going for them. And for me, it's like, you know, I used to think at one point it was it was legit. It was like, wow, this is like Kanye is really like upset and he's really this. And now I just feel like it's all a show. I feel like it's all a game and it's all these, you know, these moments are sporadic. And I think sometimes they're strategized and they're, they're specifically like you know planned Mm -hmm. but for the most part i think that when they do happen and if they happen to be uh, you know extraneous it's like it's like everyone is ready at the drop of a dime to to jump on top of it and work with it and it becomes this thing and it becomes their their mo their legacy they're like you know this is what kanye's known for now this is what and and it's like it just piggybacks and and it's not really in a moment it's never just like do you remember that moment when Mm -hmm. this happened it becomes like a thing and it becomes like their brand and so that's what's weird for me is like i don't understand how i mean but now it's like trickled into our daily lives as human beings who are not famous people anyone everyone is yeah. a brand and everyone mm-hmm. has has a thing that they do and it's like any instagram page you go on you see the pattern you right. know and there's yeah. a pattern that comes up with that and that's what intri- intrigues me mm-hmm. and i'm like that's so weird maybe i don't know if this is just a sign of the times or my age or whatever but like you know 10 15 years ago i'm over 21 <laughs> no that's right she's I can drink tequila whenever I feel like it, and that's the answer to your and question. I'm over 21 and I'm ageless. I don't have an age. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, Here exactly. Go. Here we go. Sassing me. And, and I will allude to a, another reason why later when you get to, we have another little moment to talk about, but I'll tell you why. Okay. But no, I just feel like, you know, when you look up to celebrities or star, stars and singers and stuff, it just... It's the internet. The internet has come in and it's given us all of this right to brand ourselves and make us look a certain way. And before that happened, you couldn't do that. You just went with what it was and you'd have a moment and something weird happened and people were like, that was weird. And then you didn't really analyze it, you know, and it was kind of like a mystery. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, Everyone is in on the joke. Everyone yeah. gets the mystery. They know how to plant their own mysteries. People are doing this to their husbands and their wives and their kids. And Ooh. they just, you know, I mean, they, it just, it's it's all a pattern now. And it's all like, I think that's just, it's ridiculous. Some, I miss the era. Yeah, I miss the era of when it was just like things would happen and then they would just like be gone and you would just have to like remember it. Exactly. That little kid moment at the VMAs. Yeah. But that was it, a big it, moment. it goes down in history as a memory. And then, it, and then it's like, do you remember that? And like, you, you can kind of go back and reference it. Mm-hmm. But now it's everything is just so replayed it's on yeah. replay all the time to and the it point gets annoying where i don't even remember things people be like remember the oscars two years ago and i'm just like no and like once you like yeah. show me a clip then i'll be like you oh know. yeah i do kind of remember this but, but i like, do believe that the more you're in an industry and the more you're consumed we're consumed in this industry that we're in we we see a different side of it than a lot of people no, who I are consuming it. and a lot of the consumers don't understand that the the ups and downs of the game of it all and mm-hmm. how like it is a system it's a system of networks that are like they work for each other remy and nikki this is all working against and for them yeah you know it looks bad 
but it's so good. It's like they say, no bad, you know, no press is bad press. Or yeah, like whatever. there's no such thing as bad press. You, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 all a system of things. And I think that this industry, I, I remember not this industry, but I remember the, a time where like when you had to like even like if something a situation, then you wouldn't be able to talk to somebody until the next time you saw them at work. Like I could text Malcolm oh, tomorrow. School. You I couldn't could, tell anybody. Yeah, exactly. You had to wait till you like you saw what happened on Friday. But if you know like everybody <laughs> saw it on Friday because we're all on social media at the same time, it's like. No conversation but in person anymore. You would also be mad if something happened on Friday and you weren't going to be at school on Monday and by Tuesday it was over and you didn't talk about it because <laughs> you were late. And then people would be like, oh, we already talked about that. Like, Well, that's how I kind of feel with, with some of the stuff that's happened. Now, it's like we live in the – like if you, if you if me and Malcolm know something like the truth or something that happened already, it's like we stopped talking about the situation because – we already know the truth, and this is like we we go on about our business. We address, it and that's it. And I think, especially like if you work in news or media, Mr. TMZ over here, <laughs> shut um, up, it's so annoying. <laughs> I think that some some of the information and things are thrown at you so fast that it's already over. So if it's like if you if you're into hip hop, you're probably only talking about this hip hop beef. But if you're covering like five other things, like you know, I don't know, a, a yeah, things, tragic story, things get irrelevant really yeah, quickly, really fast because mm-hmm, yeah. you you're watching multiple stories. Like well, Ben Carson said some other shit. Y'all talking about rap? Listen to what Ben Carson yeah. said. You know, to be honest. With you. It's called information overload. No, and you're right though. It, re- it really, especially like doing like, <clears throat> this is not what we're talking about. I like, but this is <laughs> we just got down a really like Welcome very loaded, you know, <laughs> spe- specific path. But you're right though. Like even doing like in the work that we do, like like having like a web show and stuff, like especially that's so focused around pop culture. Mm-hmm. If we do a show because we do our show every Friday. If we do a show on Friday, by Tuesday, it's old news. Like, to the point where yeah. if, even if I tweet about it, I'm just like, this like nobody cares about this story anymore. Just right. because our news cycle is, is so 20, it's more than 24 hours. Like, it's so, it just never and ends. And news comes from every angle now, everywhere. But everywhere. I, we don't get but, news from one source. Yeah. What I realize is that with your specific audience is like, say, for instance, if I don't say something on this podcast or if I don't say, like, uh, something that I think like the information were about the label taking the stuff down. A lot of the listeners at home don't know that stuff, so it may not get new. It may not be old news, but we'll we'll probably be like, oh, that shit that we said on the podcast. Like I come off as that to my friends sometimes. Like that. I'm like, son, I already seen this. I already yeah. heard this record, mm-hmm. but I keep forgetting. Like, oh shit, they don't see this. Like that's like I'm yeah. on like I'm on Instagram. I have like n- news alerts if somebody tweets something or something. Yeah. Like, Do you, you know, really? Certain certain people like who? Uh, I remember one time I I went to, I remember when Meek was specifically if you want to talk about beefs I remember when Meek had like Twitter fingers mm-hmm. I put his shit on alert okay so that okay so, but like that, after it happened though. after it happened gotcha I, um, so other things like I mute sort of like Trump if they say no I muted the Kardashians the word Kardashians on one of the, my feed <laughs> well you can do that for just on your whole entire feed I think, so you don't get any notices about like it I don't have to see certain conversations I thought I, I was just saying I mentioned some no it's, you can, I didn't know that it depends but oh it's about to be a new day for my Twitter. <laughs> I did not know that. You could block conversation. Even like I'm noticing that a lot of people that's on Facebook who need Twitter because I feel like this is the opposite. This is more like, you know, a blog. We don't need to know like, yo, I'm going to the corner store. It's packed in here. Like, yo, that's not something you put on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook but, is more like landmark stuff for me. Like, you graduated. You had a baby, you know. And not those are for pe- everyone else because they do post everything that they're doing. Very true. <laughs> and that gets real annoying. Super annoying, which is why I don't go on Facebook. <laughs> you really feel scaled back. And I've been like, bitch, if you don't get on fucking Because I made you get on Facebook. I was like, you got it. This is like four years ago. <laughs> I was now, like, you got to get on Facebook. Facebook's where it's at. And now I'm just like, no, see I, y'all later. I literally got on four years ago. So it's still like a... She's it's like, yeah, for you. She's yeah. looking at me like kind of crazy. I've been on Facebook almost like 10 years now. <laughs> like, I refresh it. I'm like... I'm like 2009, yeah. <laughs> exactly, me too. 3 a.m. I'm watching live people's live videos talking about nothing. I'm like, you said this for that long? Yeah, you in the same realm as like my grandmother. <laughs> it's just like, just I like... I think that there should be a Facebook live abuse warnings. 
No, for real. abuse that. Like, if you go live more than, like, three times a week, it's just like, no, you gotta, you get your profile There needs to be a limit. They're gonna start charging for you to go live. And then Instagram with these notifications. Are you you deep into the Instagram snaps and stuff like that? I'm in IG, and Instagram is my thing, and then I snap. Now, how much do you snap? Because, like, I... I I snap accordingly. I snap when I feel like... What's accordingly? Have you snapped since you've been here? I have snapped once since I've been here. That's, okay. That's now, decent. Now, once. Damn, that's, let me say, yeah, that's decent. Let me say this. As an artist right. and as, as a, a public figure and a, and well, a musician. I love that. Yeah, I know where you're going. It's, it's like part of what I do. So it's very I important. Keep, it's, it's you a, have yeah. eyes on you. Yeah. I have eyes on me. But, but at the same time, if I was not in the public eye, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, I would scale back. I would not be doing it as much. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it a lot. I don't get annoying with it. I'm not always in your face with it. And I do it when I'm having moments that are exciting and are fun. I don't snap myself just, you know, like brushing my teeth. Right. or like you know using the bathroom or, see uh, that 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 in particular is like very useful for a lot of like a certain class of people like if if chris uh chris kardashian excuse me fuck is her name chris um, jenner not chris jenner kim kim oh. i was trying to say the mother and I, then i got the father and i got everybody mixed up and mm-hmm. i was trying to say kim kim kardashian i don't know why i forgot that if if all of them like were to brush your teeth back to what you were saying yeah they're like people gain a whole bunch of interest, and that'd be like a news story for like two days of like how the Kardashians were, or like how beautiful yeah. But they that's look. also the power of the this this thing that's you know like it, fame mm-hmm. and social media and people being wanting to feel important exactly and I'm finding not, importance in really unimportant things. Ding ding ding. Oh no, that was oh, no, <laughs> that was, was <laughs> no, that was just congratulation bells. Thank you, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, social media. I think we in particular we use it to like a certain mystique of like you know people who were not a curiosity. Like we go through a certain habit. Like I know when he scales back from Facebook or like something he had a busy week. The same likewise. So it's yeah. like people like that. If you're working it's on become something, become our sick. I I do believe though it has become our way of communicating the signals of our emotions now. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I have friends too. Like. I can get very obscure on Facebook right. and I'll get I, I I like to play the game of say the most with the least. So like whatever I'm thinking and feeling in that moment, I want to say it in the least amount of words and I'll sometimes just post one word. You know, like like oh. I posted today on my Facebook right. the word struggle. Wow. And the deepness of that word for me, people are going to be like, girl, are you okay? What's wrong? What are you going through? And for me, it was just, for me, I'm thinking like, the struggle is real for like, just life. Like, Mm -hmm. like, God, like life is struggle. It's a struggle. Like just living every day, day to day, your life, walking everywhere, you know, New York City life, being an artist life, all of it is struggle. And it doesn't need to be a paragraph. It doesn't need to be a Facebook live. It just was like, and now I like, everyone can take it for what they want. Mm -hmm. You can take that and run with it. I could tell you in particular, me and um, Malcolm over here. Like I've known him for like I don't know, maybe like four or five, maybe five, five more years. Huh? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but we 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 worked together. On, <laughs> like four years. Yeah. We we worked together for for a long time in the same industry, and I think we've learned like creative writing, especially when you're so limited to certain things you can say online and not come off like abrasive or mm-hmm. like brash. Like he'll even tell me when I'm doing too much, even when I'm like. The intent, like how I word it, because like some on certain uh, social platforms, you get only 140 40 characters. So you mean Twitter? Twitter, <laughs> Twitter. I mean, yeah. And then a lot, a lot of people, believe it or not, don't have Twitter that listen to this. Part. Mm-hmm. Like they're just not on Twitter. And then, we'll talk about that another time. Like people who on Instagram now forgot Twitter. Like you know, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but you learn how to be creative with 
using the most is saying saying the least. Like, you know, even on yeah. when we're doing Instagram, I'm like, yo, it does not need to be a fucking paragraph. I don't have the mentality, right. m- mental capacity to receive yeah. all this information. Even when a lot of people post it, I'm like, really? Yeah. Sometimes I'll go on Instagram just because I don't feel like reading. Like, I'll be on Twitter <laughs> and I'll be like, I don't feel like reading yo, this shit. So, I just want to look at stuff. You are you yeah. are hitting so many points. Yeah, like, and that's I, real. Like, I don't feel like reading right now. I realize, and maybe it's me and it's getting really bad out of hand, uh, when, when I'm reading a story and I'm like, they're using me as clickbait because I know this story does not mean that. But in the title line, oh, yeah. you look at the picture, they put this title, and you're like, yeah. I already figured the story out. And it's fucking not with it. With, well, with yeah. it it's, it's not. Clickbait. It's clickbait. I'm pretty sure you didn't see it just because you don't care. But I don't know if uh, Mia saw it. Did you see that that article? I think the New York Post wrote about Beyonce. And it was, they tried to fuck out of their entire lives. Which is why I didn't <laughs> click on it. Because I knew from the headline. I was like, this shit seems too bad to be true. But the headline? the headline was something along the lines of just like, Beyonce is not a goddess just because she's having a baby. Or I like, did read that story. You read it? Yes. See, you're the problem. I uh, knew what they were trying to do. And but, I didn't click on it for that wait, reason. I, I just need to know before we go any further. Am I? Does the beehive live here? Yes. Uh, no. no. Hell no. Get the fuck out of here, Nigel. Hell the I fuck. Just, no, I, you know, you got to ask people. This is a joint household, okay. so you know. No, 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 no. We, we good. I I'm love not, let, me, let me tell you something. Let me keep it honest. I scale it back for him, but outside of here, you know, we can bust. Tr- no one's trying to get stung. No, we, we good. We good. <laughs> He's almost gotten stung a couple times, I, though. The, yeah. Another another thing, because I yeah. could say something like, Beyonce's good, but she's not, you know, the greatest. And when people, you know, I look, look at Malcolm's face in here. <laughs> I'll get attacked for something, but I'm saying using this as an example. If I said that on Twitter, but with me trying to show respect and not have to go overboard, like yo, she's the greatest of all time. Don't but, get cut. But I'm just using an example. You but see, you were wilder when Lemonade came out, though. Let me tell you like, something. It's alright. It's not all that. I'm like, oh shit. Yo, when this came <laughs> out, it's okay for him to have his opinion. No, when, <laughs> not when him. I, when, when I was listening to it, like I was forced to listen to it. To be honest with you, because I'm like, really, we gotta stop a whole day. See, look at your look at your reaction to it. It's so negative. The, it's, not, it's so nasty. I grew up listening to R and B. No, but I think a different like kind of R and B. You know, Keith Sweat, like mm. that type of stuff. It was like, uh, like dance, pretty boy stuff. Like stuff my brother and my father mm-hmm. listened to in that co- combination. And then, you know, Al Green's in the background. So the R and B and like soulful music was a little bit different, different of a taste. Yes. And don't get me wrong. So like. When I listen to R&B, and plus R&B is like, at this time, almost doesn't exist without like Beyonce having her own lane. Like, mm-hmm. name an R&B. Like, Beyond R- and B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, Beyonce but the B. funny thing is that I don't even really think of Beyonce R&B like Beyonce. that as an R&B artist. Like, I think she has some R&B You're tracks, right. but I think a lot of Beyonce, Beyonce is more like R&B pop. Right. Because I'm just like when I think of R&B, I'm really thinking like you know I can't think of anybody from today that could really like you know but see, measure like, up properly. If but, I would even say um, in a male who, who a male who has worked with Beyonce, Neo. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's very like you know the lane. The lane is like you, if a Neo dropped the album yesterday, like if it wasn't Neo and like somebody I don't want to say n- any name to a lesson like less of uh, personality and like um, fame. Mm-hmm. I won't say any names, but I'm just saying if he dropped an album yesterday, Neo. Can we do hints? No, I'm you, just saying you're not like a good. Uh, no, okay. I'm not talking about nobody in particular. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying I like breadcrumbs. I'm like I didn't, want, I didn't want to throw anybody's name out there. Just say Tevin Campbell, but he really didn't release an album. But anybody, I'm just saying if Tevin Campbell, who's really talented, if he My did. Tevin Campbell is actually a friend of mine, and I love Tevin. No, really? I, I, I love Tevin Campbell. Tevin is a no, let me tell you, I'll show you my Pandora. I have Tev, I have Tevin and Keith Sweat like right together. Can we talk? Is on my favorite karaoke song, so mm-hmm. you ain't saying nothing but a word. So like, if, if sorry, t- did you hear that? That was supposed to be Usher's song. I'm so sorry. That was so random when I did you hear that? Anyway, go ahead. See, look, look, there's a perfect example. And I was trying to use Tevin. Usher, he released an album or a song? No, no, no. He came out recently. He said that Can We Talk was supposed to be his oh, song. One of his he songs. like I guess okay. he passed yeah, up on it or whatever. You mean Ursh? 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 Oh, oh, oh wow. you're from the A, yeah. Ursh. So 
So I'm just saying, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like I don't listen to it, and I'm not looking for it enough. So the type I'm looking for is usually is gonna get hidden under a rug or something. So when mm-hmm. I'm, it's just like I listen to a lot of rap. Let's keep it honest. That's fair. So when I don't know, I, I like New Edition. If I didn't know that they came out the movie, I would have been not searching for New Edition probably. Unless it did make me start listening to more New Edition. Right. right. See what it but, does. But we could be done with this. But you don't I, have to defend yourself. I, to I have fellow to, but, Hive members. So beyond. <laughs> I always say this. So Beyonce, now I'm, I am kind of like a Beyonce fan, you know. Of course you are. It's okay to be a Beyonce fan. Everybody I was is. Just clarif- I was just making sure we. There's a difference between being a fan and being in the Beehive. This is very true. What's the difference? That they do you will get kind of stung do if I have, you do not. Like if I was for, like, am, are you a barb? I could play safe. I could, am I a barb? <laughs> are you in the barbs? Yeah, I'm that, not no fuck. First of all, I think if you, I think the great thing about being in the Hive is that <laughs> it's a very elite group. So if you're in the Hive, you're probably not a part of any other major. There's a future. That's it. Hive. it. There's yeah, a, there's a future I mean, you, Hive. The Hive is it. Future Hive is one. cute, but he's you know whatever. Like his name doesn't begin with B, so Future Hive is irrelevant to us. But we we'll let y'all have that. You know, <laughs> have you worked with Tevin I, yet, or Tevin? Um, I have not worked. Well, I know Tevin through a good friend of mine when he was doing um, Hairspray on Broadway. Okay. Tevin Campbell got, was in Hairspray? Yeah, he played Seaweed. See, why the fuck did we not know yeah, this shit? See, I didn't know that. It swept and under we, the rug. we used to hang out a lot, and um, I, I will never I, I will never forget the day that I met him, and it was mm-hmm. just like one one day we ended up hanging out after the show and going to get something to eat, but we didn't go to the grocery store. We went to the food emporium to get some snacks or whatever, <laughs> and it's just like, I'm going to the grocery store with Tevin, Tevin Campbell. Right. And like people don't even realize this. Some people... I don't know if people really did realize it or not, but we're checking out, and I'm just thinking to myself how wonderful, how amazing this is. Like, yeah. I grew up on Tevin, and Tevin See, is. I'm like trying to think. I'm trying to picture thing for me because I've I've seen pictures of Tevin Campbell recently, but I'm trying to think. I don't even think I can draw up his face in my mind right now. No, he's like he he's has a not, grown man. Yeah, I know. Like, like he's yeah, not, like, that's he's what I'm saying. He's a grown he's not man. The little guy that's that like you, if you walked in the studio right now, I'd be like, oh hey, how you doing? And go you, right back to my conversation because I don't even think I, it would register. Like, oh, this is Tevin Campbell. Let me just Google this man real quick. Oh, go ahead, y'all talk amongst yourselves. Oh, God. Um, no, but you know, I, I love uh, Tevin mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people. Can we actually? This is a random side note. Oh, go ahead. Can we just talk about one of my spirit animals? Go ahead. Your spirit? I'm still trying to figure this out. Okay. Uh, off the record, spirit animal, but she's like you know everyone's favorite auntie and favorite grandmother and mother. But um, Jennifer Lewis is yeah. like my favorite person, <laughs> yes. whole, one of my favorite people in the whole wine world. And I'm I'm referencing her because I met her when I when she was doing hairspray oh, on Broadway God. as well, and she was playing Motormouth, and we hung you just out. Have the best fucking life, don't and you? She, and I, she is exactly everything that you would want her to be, and she is more than that in person. But when she's doing, what is it? Uh, 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 but I will if I have to. Oh, that things with Brandy on. Yes, I don't. I don't and know. I yes. met Brandy. Um, I'm just gonna tell all these stories. No, I'm, please name drop because I, met, I live I was, for shit like this. People be so like, I, met, I can't stand a name dropper. I met Jennifer Lewis and we went to Starbucks, and she was just like, she's like, oh, who is it? Oh, come Wait, on. Wait, is this in New York City? Yeah, here in New York okay, City. Which Starbucks? Um, this uh, it was because what, I need to go was, now. Like that's a that's a landmark. Well, boo, this was some years ago, so doesn't matter. And, she's she's still graced the it place. It was the one that was on Fifty Second and Eighth Avenue. Me. Okay, it was okay. right across the street from you know where Cats is now. Yes, it, okay. It used oh, to be yes, right there. Okay, right, 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 right. Yeah, so we went to we'd go to that Starbucks and we'd hang out and she's lo- lovely woman. I adore her. Mm-hmm. And then um, the time that I met Miss uh, Norwood, Brandy Norwood, mm-hmm. I, I got like the special moment of life. I was in a bar in the Renaissance Hotel on in Times Square mm-hmm. and I was on a date with this guy 
and I saw a girlfriend of mine who's actually, she was Nala in Lion King. And so we're finishing up dinner and I see her get up and I go, oh my God, that's my girl. I'm like, going to go say hi to my girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking over toward her. And so I see her and then I see our other guy friend who was in uh, Lion King as well. Hey guys, how's it going? It's good to see you. Kiss, kiss, kiss. I saw this like little old looking lady <laughs> kind of coming, creeping from behind them. I thought this was an older lady mm-hmm. and I, I was like, oh, who's this old lady behind them? <laughs> She was wrapped up in like scarves and it was just like, she turned to me and my girl was like, Mila, have you met Brandy? And I was like, um, no. And I was like, I have hi. Um, it's just like, you are my life. Yeah. And thank you for everything. I wouldn't be prepared for that. Like to meet somebody like that so and, randomly. Um, and it was just kismet. It was it was just a beautiful moment. And she was just so like she was like, Oh, so nice to meet you. Yeah. Like No, girl, she seems she really was when, sweet. It was when she was doing um when she was doing um, Chicago. Chicago. Okay. And she was like, Girl, come to the show mm-hmm. and we, you know, she Did hugged me and everything. I missed the show. Okay. I did not get to see her. And you still get excited yeah. like after because I mean if there's a numbness to like being a part of certain things. Like you're like, Oh, so and so is here. You know, I there's very few people that like really Get me out of it's, my comfort. Like, well, it's it's not even like a starstruck thing for me. It's more of a camaraderie thing. Like, oh, okay. it's like when you know certain people and you meet and hang out with certain people. It's just it's it's like a extension of a family, and you're getting to meet people in a way that's unique. Like, that's not like I'm meeting you at a stage door and being like, "You're my hero," and you you know mm-hmm. you saved me from jumping off of a cliff or anything. Yeah, like and that, they're you like, know? "Okay, thank you so like, much." I have a lot of friends who do a lot of great things, and in, in, in turn, I meet a lot of cool people, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I, Brandy is like one of my favorite artists of all time. Like she's like the blood for me. What was your craziest night out with a celebrity? Well, most recent craziest night or most? Uh, are we gonna go to this now? Can we talk? We about can this go. Now? We can go. Yes, I feel like it's been enough time. Let's oh, okay. Let's get into this. Yeah, yeah. So I'm <laughs> all right. So my best girlfriend. Um, Laverne Cox. Now, sorry, before we move on from here, because I know where the story is about to go, <laughs> yeah. just remember that we're going to come back to Laverne Cox because I have lots of questions. Okay. And I just need to know a lot. So okay. just just be prepared to, you I'm know, ready, just let that yeah. marinate in the back. But go ahead. Okay. Uh, so for my birthday, I told Laverne that I was going to be in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I would really, really love to. She knows okay. Jennifer Lopez. Of course she does. And she met her, um, went to her concert last year and okay. met her at the Billboard Music Awards. And and to be to, to tie this in, three years ago, I went with Laverne to the Video Music Awards, uh, MTV VMAs in L.A., and we sat two rows behind J- Jennifer. Okay. And I didn't get to meet her, but I was just like, there she is. Mm-hmm. And so this time, we, she's like, um, I told her I was going to Vegas, and I was like, you know, come to Vegas and come spend my birthday with me. And she was like, girl, I'll... I'll let you know. Hold on. You this is you asking. So this is me uh-huh. putting uh, it in the universe. There's a difference. Oh shit. See, I'm I don't know. Maybe because like this guy thing now, like this macho. Like I'm not asking nobody for shit. No, no so I the way it. I asked was it okay. was like the one thing I wanted to do was go see J Lo in concert. Okay, okay, okay. In my mind, in my dream. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to go see J Lo in concert for my birthday. So she'd already gone and seen her, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna be in Vegas, come and visit me. And Maybe we'll go see J-Lo. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So she was like, okay, well, let me see. She calls me like a couple weeks later and she's like, we're going to go see J-Lo. So I was like, oh, this is I, <laughs> the best birthday gift ever. Mm-hmm. Get to Vegas. We're getting ready for the show. 
we get to the Axis Theater and, you know, we're escorted through the back and we go in and then we uh, we get escorted to the to the VIP section in the front of the house. And I'm super excited because Jennifer Lopez for me is and this is no shade to the queen because I love and I live for the queen. I was, comp- I was but go ahead. Jennifer Lopez Bring it gave out. me oh. <laughs> the Beyonce I had yet to experience before Beyonce came out. That's fair. And I'll, 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 I, yes. I hold a very special place for Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of the things she's done before she became J-Lo as well. So we're like, you know, we're sitting out in the house waiting for the show to start. And Benny Medina comes out and he's like, how's everybody doing? Are you guys coming backstage? But at this point, I had not known. I, I did not know I was going to go backstage and meet Jennifer. Did so, she she didn't know for sure. She was okay. like, I don't know if we'll get to go backstage, but we're here, we're at the show. What else can you ask for? Yeah. Okay, I'm in VIP and we're having an amazing time. Yeah, please. Show stars, if you had my love and she's singing, everything's great. <laughs> All the feathers. And I, yes. Sparkly out. Was she really singing though? White fur. You know, she, I, she? I don't know, 60, 70% sure. Okay. Great. All right. That's more than half. So <laughs> she, did you pay, you didn't pay for the tickets though, right? You, uh, you can't really this ask. This a birthday gift. Yeah, right. So please, for free tickets, she could have lip synced the whole time for me, Is but- it, she did sing, and okay. she actually sounded really good. Okay, because you know sometimes she put she put a lot to rest. Okay, all and right, because you know what the streets say. No, I'm just asking for, for J Lo. Also, a girl on the six, so don't. I will Listen, for you. I'm on, I'm on it too. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this. So she, we, we see the show was absolutely amazing for okay. me. It was everything I wanted and more. A, mm-hmm. a dream come true. I got my best life. And I saw B with Laverne um, last year. For Formation? We, we saw a Formation tour and we got our lives. Mm-hmm. But this was, for me, was like my yeah. life. Okay, I got my life. <laughs> no, I got, no. And you then know, afterward. I feel like you have to like, you know, like. <laughs> keep iterating, it, it, iterating like, that. No, like I love Beyonce too. Like, <laughs> no, it's fine. So, yeah. after the show. Are you nervous kicked out of, out of the house or something? So you after the right? show, we're, uh, we're like, oh, just waiting around. And they're like, they escort us backstage. So we get to the, you know, backstage area. And they escort us to Jennifer's dressing room. Mm-hmm. And we're in Jennifer's dressing room, and we're just kind of like chilling out. And then uh, her vocal coach uh, Stevie Mackey is there. Um, shout out to Stevie; he's an amazing vocalist and vocal coach, and now newfound friend. Um, and he is uh, there's like you know piano, like a keyboard. And we're all playing, listening to music. We're like vocalizing and we're singing. Now, how many people in the room now? Is now it- there's like. Uh, it was myself and and uh, Laverne and two other friends of ours. So it was four of us. Okay. And then there were four people that were visitors of Jennifer's there, plus her team. So the room was about like eight to nine people. It was a little. Okay, that's it not was, a lot. Yeah. But it was a suite, mm-hmm. and it's her dressing room. Mm-hmm. This is not the step and repeat for like the fan photo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> just to be clear, just to, to be clear, you for know, the whack bitches that didn't get to come backstage, she did have to do a fan meet and greet. Yeah. But we got to hang out in the dressing room for forty five minutes, mm-hmm. and twenty of those minutes was like having snacks and drinking drinks and singing songs, and then she comes out, and it was just like. A light hush over the room. Now, is she short? Is she tall? Like, I. I... She's um, a little above. Uh, she's about average a female. She's probably like five, five, five. She's Jenny five, from the block. Okay. Can you stop? Like, I don't like. I, I would say. I don't, I'm not from the she, fucking block. I live in Brooklyn. I've never seen Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I know that. I know that, like, uh, Christina Aguilera is like five, two. She's really okay, short. Okay, that's, yeah, she's so, tiny. But Jennifer, I think, is like five, four, five, 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 six. Okay. What Between does she five, smell like? Between five, four, and five, six. Um, she, d- I didn't, I don't remember her smell, really? but but she absolutely radiant, absolutely okay. be- gor- gorgeous, yeah, absolutely gorgeous, stunning, and this is where I get back to my part about my age. Okay, I touched her, we embraced, we held hands, okay. we took selfies, we hugged, we air kissed. Mm-hmm. I am now ageless because of that. 
because <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is ageless. You stunned me. Like, I was like, <laughs> and I knew exactly where we were going with that. Question, like, that fuck? woman's age and her ability to be ageless, the fountain of youth that she's drinking from, I don't know. But no, this is very like, true. Because you can look at pictures from a living color and it's no, just I like, don't know exactly. she's breathtaking and super, super sweet, super humble, super uh, uh, down to earth. And this is what I love about her. The same Jennifer you get on stage where she's singing and dancing and talking to you on stage. This is exactly how she was backstage. Mm-hmm. There was not a wall. There was nothing. There was no like facade or curtain or anything. And I thought she was so chill and so cool. And we actually got to take multiple photos. And that's why I was like a little hesitant. Mm-hmm. Um, We're hesitant about about asking for too many photos. Oh, okay, got you. You know, you get one in and you're like, okay, yeah, thank no, you. but nice it has to, to be you. right though. But yeah. it has to be right. Has the vibe right. has to be right. And then uh, my girlfriend Jay, my girlfriend Jay was like, I don't like my selfie. Can we do another one? And I was like, and was oh, I'm looking at my phone, and I'm like, oh, God, Mine's I don't like mine lit. either. <laughs> Can we do another one? You oh, didn't do a filter on it already? So, <laughs> like, I'm good to go. Upload. So like, I asked her for another one. And, we and she was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, okay, yeah, let's do it. So then I was like, back to back. And I, I will show you the photo. But she, I th- I we think got I back did to see back, two and different we had a little oh, yeah, cute it. little moment. Like a, a you know, yeah. friend moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And because um, we homies, we we had a homie moment. Yeah. Well, I think that comes with great. without saying like you know what a lot of guys are just like like if females they get it like if all right, if you look bad in the picture, girl, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put this shit up. So like if we have to take a, another one, I now understand. Let's are you saying like women to women, women to women, yeah, some like, yeah. women, yeah. Because some people that I know, I'm not gonna name no names. Some people in my in my my core friend group, <laughs> like why are you? I'd be like, that why the fuck you post this? She'd be like, because I look good. I'm like, but none of us do. Like. <laughs> Oh yeah, you have to watch out for that. Yeah, people no, people are trifling. Like as long as they look phone. good, <laughs> I actually have two friends like that. I need to get new friends. Apparently, you need to stop taking pictures with people. I, I, I don't. You see my Instagram. <laughs> There's no pictures of me. I, but anyway, but yeah. it was just. It was. A, I mean, one. It was the best experience. I could not have asked for anything. It, it couldn't have gone yeah. any better. I that's don't a, that's a lit birthday. And gift. then the last, the the last thing about the night as we were leaving, um, my girlfriend again was like, "Can we do a group selfie?" And I looked at my girl and I was like, girl, we just spent 45 minutes with J-Lo in her dressing room. Do we really need to ask her for another selfie photo? So I looked at J-Lo and I said, you're probably tired. You Mm -hmm. should go home and get some rest. And she goes, you're right. I am. (laughs) And she like touched my hands and we were like, all right, girl, have a good night. It was that moment that you talk to, you know, when you're with your girls or your guys, you Mm -hmm. have that like end of the night moment. We had a nightcap. (laughs) It was brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. I lit for her. No, I okay. listen. That's a, that's a great birthday gift. Like my birth, I've never had a birthday as lit as that. So, <laughs> so I, what questions do you have about my girl? I aspire to greatness. All right, so Laverne. Okay, so first of all, first so I just much. love Laverne Cox. <laughs> Hold on, like, let's go triple back. Was Laverne there with you? With J- yeah, uh, you, oh Jayla, because uh, she I, was with me. Yeah. Okay, because she was. You saw, we was very quiet on that. So I just yeah, she did get lost in the story, yeah, but I, was, I just knew <laughs> that she was there. I just I, was I just like, had faith. Like, was Laverne even there anymore? <laughs> Laverne was like, I'm getting in the car. I'll meet you back at the hotel. I'm tired. No. Okay, wait. So how long have you and Laverne been friends? Um, for a little over 10 and a half years. 10 years. What is this? 2017? Yeah. So 2007. So you were friends with her when she was on I Want to Work for Diddy. Yes, I was. Oh, my God. Okay. It's so funny. Remember. See, now this is something no, I don't remember. Which is nobody remembers this. Why? do People don't remember that? I don't know. I don't think people do, really remember the show like that. What did they work on? I Want to Work for Diddy. It was a reality show. And it was basically like The Apprentice, but Diddy yeah. version. Yeah. She. I, I remember when she called me and she told me she was like, girl, I can't really say much about this, but I got on this show and it's for Diddy and like... Mm-hmm. And it was a big thing. Yeah. Like, that was, what, 2009? Maybe Somewhere, I was in, no, it was before that, because I, oh, maybe it was 09, because I was in high school then. Yeah. So I was maybe, like, because I remember I ran into her. I said, yeah, like, I know you were in high school. Yeah, I ran into her this, 
So I was in summer school, you all, because I was a very troubled child. But I remember I was leaving summer school one day, and she mm-hmm. was somewhere on Park Avenue. You saw her? Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> you're from I Want to Work for Di-. Like, I, like whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. But, like, she just looked so – it was just, like, a hot July day. She looked just so, like, done. <laughs> just like, if you don't get out of my face, little boy. Oh, <laughs> oh no. But it was I didn't I didn't take it personal like you know I was just because yeah. I and it was just random like it was just so random seeing her but yeah. okay yeah so many people don't remember that so though. was La, was Laverne is this like the stardom like not the starting point but what did this like propel that was, with, like her that I was the first time I'd this. ever seen her a lot of people don't don't know that she has been f- like grinding okay since we met because like she's and, doing and a great like, she's she's, got, she's just got a new show exactly that she's doing you know um, on cbs right uh there's a new new show oh okay. doubt on cbs was was the show that she was doing right yes and that one is no longer it's, it's oh yeah it's, after like two episodes yeah. <sighs> fucking networks it, right nothing to do with her yeah but she's now onto a new project is she the um, lead in this project proud, i'm so proud of her i can't tell you that Okay. Oh, you're a good friend. You're a good friend. Are we should have brought, we brought, we this brought alcohol is my today. Home girl. Like okay. People don't realize. Listen, it. I used no to work way, at Jamba way. Juice. I would juice all the oh, live long day. Right, I actually then. never worked at Jamba Juice. I just wanted to say that. Can I get an acai supercharger? I got some fruit in my bag if you got a blender. <laughs> some oranges. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, that's my girl. That's okay. My no, I really like, like, I just like her a lot. So I feel like through her, like, I know, I know you through her in a weird kind of way because mm-hmm. like i just stalk her i mean not too much but you know like instagram stalk but yeah no yeah. i just okay cool it's kind of funny how when we met we worked on a, a, a we we like performed for another uh performing artist we just we were dancing and backup dancing for someone and we just we weren't close in the beginning and we were mm-hmm. we were just kind of like working these gigs and then at one point i just kind of felt like i was like why don't we hang out and she was a little like hesitant she was like i don't really have like close girlfriends i don't really like mm-hmm. hang out and i was like well i want we're gonna hang out <laughs> we're gonna be friends so and then and she was just kind of like oh you're legit like you're cool like you you mean well and mm-hmm. like you know we just ever since then she's yeah. just been like we've been um it's been an amazing ride like it's just crazy to think i won't forget i can't forget when she was on the billboard with like you know orange i knew before she was good even before orange came out when she yeah. told me i did this thing and i don't even know what's gonna happen with this and i don't know what i'm gonna do yeah, some netflix something i'm She's on like, and netflix and i don't know and then before you know it yeah yeah just kind of happened mm. Tell I said hi. That, she doesn't it, know me, it, but tell it I makes said me hi. very happy to know yeah. that I, you know, in this business, like we've been talking about earlier, like I've seen every step of the way. I've been there, and I know that this is a hundred and fifty percent pure hard work. Mm-hmm. Like this is not like a handout. This is not someone saying like, you know, we're going to give you this opportunity. This is just her grinding and bussing just doing busting it. You know, yeah. and it's the same thing that a lot of people are doing that you know and you just can't give up that's the one thing we always talk and to, about yeah and to Laverne's credit for her stardom she's the only one that I remember from that Diddy show I can't tell you one other person that was on that show but I I, but she just had like who? The name I remember the name I remember the name Popra Popra yes the name sounds familiar she was the actual she was the star of the show she was the one who got the most time on the show she was the 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 lady who was gonna be the assistant she was like popping off left and right attitude with everybody really she I'm trying to think of how to describe her she was a little older she was kind of like um she was voluptuous and like kind of had like bossiness. She was very attitudinal and she was mm-hmm. just kind of all over the place. Yeah. Everyone was like talking about her. 
when the show was on, she was the one who was, I think, giving the show ratings because she was always smart. See, now I got to look this like, up real quick because... <laughs> but her name was, her name is Popra. Popra Paranormal. And of course, when I fucking Google Popra, people just giving me pictures of Oprah as the Pope. Oh, no. I fucking hate the internet. <laughs> Golly. Um, but yeah. All right, enough about that. We'll do it. Yeah. Check out some other time. Um, so being in New York, and you talk about uh, this girl having such a hustle. What is your hustle like living in Brooklyn? Like, like... Uh, I have mixed feelings. You live in Brooklyn? I don't live in Brooklyn. Why did I, Why did Lewis <laughs> tell me in Brooklyn? Lewis put me. Said, well, wait, Lewis, now what's wrong with Brooklyn? Lewis said you live oh, in Brooklyn. Wait a minute, it's, <laughs> it's about to be a girlfriend. Oh, no, no, wow. <laughs> Hold on, why did I get Brooklyn? I don't know why I got Brooklyn. I'm, I'm, where, where, where are you from now? Um, Upper East Side. <sighs> I don't know. Smoking all your faces. Oh, the Upper East Side oh. on Harlem, like Harlem. Spanish Harlem. Oh, Spanish. oh okay. See, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Nice, yeah. <laughs> A lot of you Harlem folks like to do that. Like, I live on the Upper West Side. I'm like, where? They're like 119. I'm like, nigga, you live in Harlem. Please stop. No, I hate But it sounds good to the folks that don't know. To the folks that don't know, you'd be like, oh, wow, look at that. Although I live by Central Park North, and that is not a lie, and it's beautiful. It's still Harlem. Oh, yeah, a few, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. still Harlem. Still Harlem. Yeah, it's still Harlem. All right, so there's something that we should acknowledge. Okay. I feel like, and I don't want to make this like a weird thing. No, but, acknowledge. So you are a trans woman. I am. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So a, a lot of things I want to get to, but A, I think the reason why, you know, we did the whole show, because I didn't want it to, I didn't want you to come in and mm-hmm. make it seem like, oh, we're bringing you here because you're a trans woman because that's not, like, that's just so corny to me. Thank so, you. So as a person of, you know, the coalition, like, you know, I get it, whatever. So, um, being a black trans woman today feels like, and then you fill in the blank. Being a black trans woman feels like shackled liberation. Uh, it's uh, the irony is uh, is that you know it is really honestly the most liberating thing to own the space that you're in uh-huh. authentically. Yeah, but there's chains attached to that. You know where it's like people don't get it. People are against it. People feel a certain way about it. People yeah. are hurting us, you know, killing us and, 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 and putting us down. And it's a lot of ignorance and it's, uh, it's, a uh, it's an oxymoron. It's a, uh, it's, it's a very interesting, if I can, it's a, it's a mind fuck. Yeah. It's a complete mind fuck. And it's, it, it's unfortunate that my experience as, as a, a woman, as a, a black woman, a trans woman, you know, it, I don't have any day but today. Like, so to live to the fullest of my ability is really the reason why I am able to be here and get up and every, you know, and do my routine. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty. That's like the privilege that you find. The small morsel of privilege you find within your own walls is like really what it's always all about. I think us as black people, we find that small morsel of privileges that we can have and we, we try to get them, you know, throughout our days. But it's just like, if I could say one thing about the experience, it's just that we are who we are and it's not, it's not at anyone else's expense. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's not a malice or malicious kind of thing. It's not about, you know, trick trickery or, or foolery. Um, and that is the narrative. And that's what I think that myself and a lot of the most amazing women that I know, which is why I wanted to state the women that I think are amazing and that inspire me and I look up to mm-hmm. are the women that are my, my best friends. Laverne Cox, Trace Lissette, um, Jay Knowles, MJ mm-hmm. Rodriguez, a lot of girls, you know, Jocelyn DeFries that you don't know, Deja Smith, um, Laverne's makeup artist. These are the women, you know, that I'm surrounded by that have a profound impact on what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. You know, Janet Mock, like these women are changing. <sighs> Isis King, you know, Arisa's um, uh, wants her. 
a recent one. Yeah, but it's like it's like amazing to see that and to be a part of this uh, cloth and this this fold of the sisterhood. And I think what's so beautiful now is that I think there are a lot of of cis women um, in the black community, black cis women who mm-hmm. are standing up for their sisters, you know, who are trans. Yeah. And I love to see that. That's like, I, I was hanging out with a girl actually in Vegas, you know, who was a friend of a friend. And I just like, her spirit was so real and genuine. And you can sense that, you know, when you're black or you're gay or you're trans, how people treat you and they, when they put on for you and mm-hmm. they act a certain way for you. And it's just so re- rewarding when people are just real, yeah. you know, and they don't care, you know, and they, they know what it's about and it's not about something else. And it's not about this hype or this, uh, this, perception of of who you are Mm -hmm. um but it's a mind fuck and it's really it's ridiculous how how it's like get out yeah it's like that movie you know it really is like that movie if you haven't seen it i'm not trying to you know i saw it did you i'm not trying to like tell people parts of i haven't finished you saw part so you let me do a bootleg in it i was i actually (sighs) fell asleep to keep it 100 with in the movie theater how Oh, you mean in your bed? I because... streamed it, yes. Oh, okay, get out. No, I'm just No, okay. for real. <laughs> All right, so... But, yes. Give Brother Jordan his dollars. Uh, no, and just no, I just to piggyback on, because I know a lot of people like are like unfamiliar with certain terminology. Yeah, but that's what I was going to say Ideally, about cis. Yeah, so, so cis... So cis means... It's a, it's a abbreviation for cisgender. Mm-hmm. So, and cisgender is the, the identity of being born as what you were told you're, you are. Which, which is acceptably in your, in your own right. Like you said, it's not bothering anybody and, and it's to your own discretion. It makes no, so you, technically you would be cis. You would, yeah. Well, you, you are cis, yeah. But, exactly, but you think that you guys... The connection was there with with you know Laverne and all the makeup artists and the people that you work with or she works with day to day because of because of this cis uh, like connection or you just think it would have been totally opposite and you know different direction. Uh, you mean because of her transness? Yeah. yeah. So uh, ideal. Yeah. Go well, ahead. I'll well, let you explain. You well, good. it's it's well. I think it's it's a, it goes hand in hand. It's like you know what we do in this world in this culture is like it's celebrity you know we learn to identify with like celebrity kind of gives a pass to things you know it makes it okay makes people like you and you know because you're famous or you're rich or you have money or you're fame you know celebrity but like if she wasn't a celebrity which she wasn't for a very long time people were not having Laverne people did not care about Laverne people did not look for her or call her and we used to have many conversations about not being seen and not being visible and uh, and it's amazing how it it can switch you know in a, in a heartbeat to people wanting to talk to you and see you and knock down your door I remember we were talking about her being seen on the street when she started to become famous and people would bum rush her or run after her well as a black trans woman the thing you should not do is run after you should not run after us Amen. you should not be trying to like it could seem like you're being nice but like it's triggering we have a lot of people running after us not for good reasons mm-hmm. and you get it's scary it's traumatizing uh, <laughs> But um, I think that because of the you know the company you keep as you become a celebrity or you get famous you become famous, those things kind of don't matter as much. And um, I think a lot of people that she works around or works with her, they're learning and they you know and they're they're okay or they're cool because now it's become a trend and it's become cool in a way to you know know trans issues or be trans. And I always say that for me, it's like it's not I'm not trending like I'm not a trend. That's like, what, yeah. Mila is not a. Tr- I'm. I am. I am just. I am who. Who I am. Mm-hmm. And no, it's. It's in, in. In this moment, but beyond that moment, it's like, what is after that? What is life like beyond that trend? Um, what is? Uh, what are our lives like? 10, 20, 30, 50 years from now, and it will it will it have been like? Do you remember when there was this trans revolution and that happened and then like whatever happened? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing I think about the presidency with 
Obama. I don't know if we'll ever see a black president ever again or how long it would be before that happened again. You know, so it's not my life is not a flash in the pan. For some people, it could seem like that, but not for me. Yeah. We as trans women of color, trans women, period, we are a part of this fabric of society in such a way that we're overlooked, that like we are connected. We're deeply rooted into the communities, into the the lives and the families of people, of men, of black men, of, you know, men of all races. And we keep getting pushed aside into this this abyss of mm-hmm. like yeah i can accept you and you're cool and you do you and then it just kind of goes away yeah but like no we don't go away like we are still here we still like it's like this subcategory sub we still connect with the people we connect with we still make friends with the people we make friends with and date the people we date with mm-hmm. even when it's under the rug and even when it's not out in the public yeah and so it's like the the important thing to know is that it's still there if you have bed bugs and you don't see them sorry this is a horrible (laughs) analogy i don't know it just came to my mind but they are there yeah and like i was was like i thought thought we had a story to tell right (laughs) no but like it's just like we always kind of think that because we don't see it it doesn't exist and that's kind of how it is, and it gets with a lot of people with the tr- with our, with transness. Mm-hmm. And I think when you meet a trans person or you get to know that someone is trans, it's kind of like being like, oh, like you know, I didn't know that, or that's cool. And you kind of just have to, I don't know, you kind of just have to suck it up and just move on, or it- either educate yourself about it. And like, I can't tell you how many times my girlfriends and I have told guys to Google, you know, what it means because they don't know. Well, because it's like terminology, really? or it's yeah. just. Things like yeah. like day to day things or is, what is it? Well, I think that now it's becoming more of a conversation. But right. there, you know, if I meet a guy right. and he doesn't know my transness, mm-hmm. I feel like my duty as you know for my safety um, and my experience is I'm very transparent about that. Like I keep so you it had, real a hundred percent. So I let them know, and then a lot of them will be like, you know, they don't know the word trans or what does trans mean wow, or transgender okay. or trans. They don't understand that wow. all the time, and so sometimes we have to coach them and yeah, say, sorry, no, I, 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 y'all so can confused. see my face. I was like, what? I'm out here looking like I thought we was going different like direction. Nick Young. So you mean to tell me there's people that really doesn't don't understand that uh, that community, that society, that lifestyle, that choice of happiness. Is that what you, transgender? Choice I, is tricky just, word. Choice is tricky word. Yeah. I wouldn't say <laughs> choice, choice. is tricky word, but... You know, lifestyle is... You know, everyone has a lifestyle. We're, we're going to work through this together. <laughs> no, but I think that people don't... Uh, a lot of people are not so versed on it that they right. understand. Most people don't know what cis means or cisgender means. You know, like learning the terminology gives you some way to identify and communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. That's why we have words so we can communicate. And if you don't know certain words, you kind of don't know what's going on, what, what, what you're talking about. Because, you know, I've had a girlfriend say, like, she told a guy she was trans and he was like, what, trans transmitter? Radio transistor, you know, and he's like, no, yeah, not that's at all, not sweetheart. what I meant. No, nope. you can try that again. <laughs> um, but I think that it is is very important that we are inclusive with um, our trans friends, sisters, and brothers. And um, I always wonder what it, what it's like to talk to. I wish I want to talk to more cisgender women, cisgender black women, you know, about the sisterhood of like being cool with their trans sisters and not being cool with that Mm -hmm. and knowing that like a lot of the men that we've talked to may have been shared at some point you know and that overlap what that happens even a lot of gay men know the overlap that happens it's just it's it's all a system of of things that we we can't overlook like i'm glad you brought up the um that was leading to my next question um 
there's already the acceptance and the understanding of, you know, the trans community. But then do you think there's a disparity of like between the LGBT? community because I've, I've heard different right, stories between like you know being you know gay the being LG. more important than yeah, trans exactly and like, um i i think that because you know a lot of people excuse me for just to put it up, a lot of people put it all under one umbrella which yeah. they don't realize is right. totally different what, i will say this i find it very strange i kind of wish that when we discuss our humanity and our and our you know our identities it's like being lgbtqia and the list goes on yeah it's we're more all of that than we are like than people are straight or mm. heterosexual or this and that mm-hmm. and like this dichotomy or this binary that's been created is really messed us up because the identities go far beyond what we claim on a piece of paper what we tell people to their face mm-hmm. and like all the things that we're doing behind closed doors and so it just does us a disservice to think that this group over here is lgbtqaie you know fgc whatever <laughs> tcby hashtag alphabet and this group over here is just everyone is like, and they're all straight, you know, yeah. and that divide is weird, um, which is why I always thought like the rainbow flag should be our flag in general because that just represents the colors of everybody, yeah, physically and you know emotionally. Oh, so the, yeah, like, so, yeah, you know, so what you what mean, everybody like the flag you. of the world. Like, that's like, the, like the, the rainbow flag shouldn't be a gay flag; it right. should be the flag mm-hmm. of people of humanity yeah. because it represents so much more. Um, but I I think that. Um, what was your question? I lost my train of thought. So you, uh, you tie me in. Yeah, that. separate in. I'm so not going to lie. This is the like, LGB being put over the T, ideally. Oh, but yeah. So in the community, I think that there is a lot of information that has been, that is lost or that is not there because it has evolved a little. And I think that a lot of the trans community has evolved from like 20, 30 plus years ago. The identity of being trans, it was not seen as a state of being. It was seen as a physicality or like you had a surgery and this made you this. And so now we're in a place where we recognize being trans as your beingness like you can be trans and not physically look trans you can be a woman and not necessarily look female and that has shifted and it's 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 just the work that hasn't been done in the community itself where a lot of our gay brothers and lesbian sisters or whatever they they kind of don't even really get it they kind of like you know also like oh well you know aren't you just this aren't you just a gay man and they're kind of lost (laughs) but then they have this past of feeling like because i'm in the umbrella because i'm under this you know heading that i get you and i know you and no i think i encounter a lot of my gay guy friends and i have a lot of gay guy friends that i love and adore Mm -hmm. who are still learning that like i date straight men okay that's just the fact okay i don't date gay men because okay. they don't want to date women. Yeah. They don't want to date anything that represents a woman or acts or looks, feels like a woman. That's just one of those truths. And so it's like explaining to them what that's like. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, I, I kind of get it now, you know? And then you got to deal with that on your yeah. own. Because even with me, like, I feel like, like, because one of my friends... Oh, I don't know. Damn, should I even? Say? Don't, well, I'm not gonna. Don't s- do it because I had this conversation. Somebody had this conversation with me today. I know what you're about to do. You're about to talk about a story that you don't. You shouldn't be spilling somebody's business. Well, I, I, I think I can do it from a very, you know, I can step back and not like say you anything have to about spell them. All of okay. them. Exactly. But one of my friends, <laughs> uh, who I've been friends with for a really long time, is transitioning. Okay. And it's been like a process for me and my other friends, just for the simple fact of. Uh, he's going from now being referred to from he to she. Mm -hmm. And even just that little thing, which is just, I mean, ideally nothing. And like, you know, 
Okay, I can't say well, that. Like, but the nickname we used to like call him all the time had yeah. like you know like a. It had some connotations to like to yeah like to women like a okay. women like um what the fuck is the right word like a woman proverb okay yeah so like um pro pro pronoun pronoun that's the deaf proverb Female pronoun yes pro- thank you pronoun yeah. yeah right <laughs> yeah proverb um to because I'm trying really trying to like you know yeah. walk on eggshells to not like you know spill it spill his whole thing okay. but yeah so we're like it was like a female pronoun in the name that we used to call this person so mm-hmm. it's it already like you know it wasn't that far of a stretch but it, you're right it really is like you know I like an adjustment period of like it's a trans it's a transition for a reason it's called a transition because you're transitioning yeah so you're going from one it's transition just means point a to point b mm-hmm. that's just the definition so it's like you know any sort of um butterfly in cocoon mode and then comes out as a so it takes time to get to that space of understanding and for the person transitioning for them to get to their comfort zone and get i call it getting home mm-hmm. and so when people like in in my journey were like oh wow like when the light goes off for them or they got it and they understood it it was like wow i get it now like you're home like it's just like about getting home. I want to be at home and who I am and how I'm represented. Um, have a question. I have a question. I'm yes. putting. I'm raising my Imagine hand. You raised your hand like you know we what? in Miss Frizzle's no, class. Let me, let me tell yes, you why. Miss <laughs> I'm excited. I'm glad that we get into your story. And this is part of the, my question. Forgive me as yeah. well because I'm learning it too. I'm learning this yeah, in class. That's great. Do you feel? Uh, why am I talking like this? this is crazy it's like I'm that enthused with this yeah, like, story it's I exciting mean, yeah. it is exciting because <laughs> so many so learning much, is fun no it's exactly it's so much terminology like when you say getting home now my question because I like you you read these stories you uh, to everybody's own discretion to know about um Bruce Jenner. Yeah. When you see this story, like it's highlighted, it's in your face, it's everywhere. You know, what <laughs> yes. I mean? and forgive me, I get why it could be a trend to some people because, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's uh, like it's a following for it. I guess. Well, excuse me, I'm using the wrong terminology. No, you're good. That's um, fine. Yeah. But anyway, do you feel like you, with it's a learning process for not only the trans person who's who's going through this, of but, course. Yeah. So. Like, to like look that, backwards like and to have to say, share, to, like, to, to, you know, like, to, you're sharing with me right now because right. I don't know a lot we're of just, shit. We're sharing and exactly. we're building right. and we're being, you know, this is a judgment-free zone right, right now. But, like, you know, in, in amidst the transition, let, let me tell you, you don't have any idea what's going to happen. You don't know. You can have every, you know, you can have many trans friends. Right. And the moment that you realize that transitioning is right for you... Mm. Your experience won't even be anything compared to what you know from your friends. Like you have to go through that. It's walking through that situation for you firsthand. And it's it's extremely scary because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how things are going to go, how you're going to come out, how you're going to make yeah. it. Mm-hmm. How am I going to survive? How am I going to live? Um, what does my life look like? What do I look like? Right. Like, And you have an idea, you have a dream, you have a, a fantasy. But then that fantasy has to come into reality play. And then that's why when I think trans women specifically say we want more than just being a fantasy to, to right. men or to other people, mm-hmm. we've had to work through that fantasy to a reality point. Right. And it's like we've gone past the fantasy to be a human being, to be someone who lives day to day and just, you know, wants to go to work or wants to have kids or wants to have a family. And you have to fight for that. Um, but I think that it's 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 you just don't know. You it's a it's a dark Darkness. I don't know. If, I don't want to say that it's a fear because I mean, because you are kind of blindsided with different things and that mm-hmm. you go through. But I, th- I think with you saying like just that much, which was a lot, it explains to the mind because I think people, you know, they expect to know so they expect to know the story or like they ex- they expect to have an answer for what's going on right away. Like Malcolm's going through this situation with his friend. He's used to his friend, so it's like right. he could be wanting to know, but even though not without realizing that you're dealing with right. this process. But then it can, the then process. it becomes about like I I don't know your friend, but then it becomes it's 
then it's like not about you. Which is like you saying me as the friend or you as you as the friend who okay. has a friend who may be tra- who's transitioning. Yeah, in this space, it's not about you. Oh, it's yeah. about letting them figure that out for themselves. Yeah, and being supportive where you can okay, be. Yeah. And yeah. when you're confused or you don't know what to say or how to do, I always say like you know if I meet someone and I'm unsure of how to address them, if right. I don't know to say he or she or ma'am or sir or whatever, I go with what my heart feels like in that moment. If I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I stand to be corrected. Yeah. But, like, that's where a lot of people get it wrong because they feel like they need to stand down and yeah. like, correct somebody else. Like, no, it's that's like, not. It's you like... can't tell somebody else who they are. Yeah. Even if you disagree. Mm-hmm. That's just not your place. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to convey to the world is, like, if someone says they're a man or they're a woman. Now, like, like let's be real. Mm-hmm. You know, there are cases where people, we are all human. Mm-hmm. People say and do things to be a certain way. But let's just touch on this whole bathroom thing. Yeah. It's like trans women or trans people are not going into bathrooms to harm anybody or do anything to anyone else. It's to handle your and own business. It's to just handle your business. Yeah. And a lot of the problem for me is that the people who are saying that, authorities who are saying that that's the problem, they are the people who perpetuate the situations in the bathrooms with children. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like that priest kind of thing you know with like little boys and all yeah. that. it's just oh, like okay, yeah. a lot of the people who are like you know the politicians who are saying like we need to protect those are the people who are doing things behind people's backs mm. and closed doors I used to and, make jokes about that and I think like it's like a crazy thing analogy to make jokes like and then nothing about this but it's like you know when people are married and they're like creeping around with you mm-hmm. know whatever your preference of marriage is, but you're, you're creeping around with the opposite sex you know yeah and it, those are things that, like you said, are just like it makes you question it now. Like, why do you care so much? Are you? Is this your lifestyle? Is this what you're about? about? Right. Are you hiding oh, no, something? There's definitely some shame in it, and there's definitely some not being to not being able to accept who they truly are. Because yeah. you hear all these stories all the time about you know regular old Joe Schmo politician but from Rhode Island. And I then, will. I will say that I think that it's really hard to be an owner of who you are. It's really hard. It is. It's. It's. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that there's no class. There classes or seminars or life lessons. You know, you have to just live through life, and you have to. Experience Experiencing. I've been through a lot of things mm-hmm. and to get to this place where I don't have any problems being who I'm who I am and who mm-hmm. I know I am it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of reflection and a lot of like trial and error and most people who want to just skip to the finish line and say that they've had it all figured out they haven't really done that work on themselves mm-hmm. and a lot of those people are the people who are pointing fingers at other people yeah. and making it seem like the problem is you and I'm like, no, the problem is you. And if a guy ever has a problem with me, I'm like, no, the problem is with you. Mm-hmm. And if it's not with, you know, I just know where I stand and I know what I've worked on, you know, to get to where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I hope that so I've, so I, no, no, it, it, it does. I feel a. like your brain is like, oh, your Yo, mind is like, crazy. He's, he's definitely processing, <laughs> but like on 240, not even 1080p. <laughs> Yo, I feel like I'm in a classroom. There's yeah. like so many questions. I'm like, she's on time. Let me not even go there. <laughs> No, uh, it's okay. I have a few more. I have a little no, more time. Because cool. cool. the whole this thing. Is, this is what I was hoping we would. T- you know, this is. I knew we were going to get to this. Yeah. But this is no, important. and the whole thing with this. Uh, I think the kid's name is Gavin from Gavin Virginia. Graham. Yes. Yeah. Now so I don't whole, know this Gavin story. So please. So time do you? I mean, I could. Do you, you know, want to? Okay. On it. So Gavin was. Uh, Gavin uh, was a. I think he's, he's a, a trans, boy. He's a trans man. A trans boy. Yes. So this transgendered guy. Okay. So he goes to the school. I think he's in high school or middle school. He's in high school. High school. So. Maybe you should tell the story because I'm gonna just correct um, me wrong. Well, he basically, yeah. he, you know, was using he is to use the men's bathroom, okay. but he was being bullied and he's being 
told that he can't use the men's bathroom in his school. They're putting him in the women's bathroom. And so he's the case is that he's going to have the first case to go to the Supreme Court to combat that trans people can use the bathrooms that they're that they identify with. See, I thought so, I, but then Supreme Court shut that down. Sorry, I think I read like a couple of days ago that they like it, it might have turned because it was over, supposed to be because I, I think because he lived in he lives in Virginia, so Virginia sent it up to like the Supreme Court, and I think the Supreme once the Supreme Court shut it down, now it's going to go back down the pipeline to Virginia's uh, legislation system to figure that out. Now, so. ca- call me crazy, I only know about the North Carolina um, issue with the bathroom as mm-hmm. well, like the people who don't who don't know um they just lost out last this year on a, a great opportunity on all-star on all-star weekend for being to, stupid for, for just not being for being against the nba and um no the nba actually shut them out and said we're not going to take the deal because their bathroom policy is very you know strict and r- ridiculous as far as using the restroom now is that what started is it gavin is it a southern thing or is this what gavin pro- um pro- i don't know i mean you grew up in the south so you probably tell uh, better than i like is atlanta going through the same situation or? i don't no i don't think it's going through the same thing i think that they, it, it all kind of touches you know it's the south and that kind of yeah. all goes hand in hand but right. i don't think it's the same thing atlanta's a little uh, a lot more progressive though a little more progressive yeah Yeah. so compared to i know regular old but the town bottom and- line is that you know the the bottom line is that trans people have been using their bathrooms that they identify with for eons forever and and then and and the sadness is that there are trans people who are not um to you know are not passing for people enough to go to the bathrooms that they know that they should be going into or that they want to go into mm-hmm. like every trans person has experienced that feeling of I need to go to the bathroom and I know where I want to go you know like I grew up going into the bathroom and in the dressing room of you know of men and it was like this does not feel right for me this isn't awkward this is makes me feel very uncomfortable I feel like unsafe here and you just it, there's an anxiety that comes out of that and you get to a point where you're like there has to be something that's that has to be done about that you know that was also before transitioning that's when you realize like Mm -hmm. okay all these little things add up to the big you know the big thing that's like i know who i am supposed to be now how do i just get on track to being that and now i can live my life Mm -hmm. so all the all that we're asking for is like we want to live our lives and use and pee and peace folks just want to fucking piss (laughs) first of all if there's any place where you probably spend the least the most time to yourself it's in the bathroom i have been in a co-ed bathroom before i know oh and i i have been wow i have as a woman that i don't think was pinpointed as trans have been coerced or i have been harassed uh-huh. lightly not like you know physically mm-hmm. but like i have been accosted by a man in the bathroom that was cisgender to my knowledge and it was very much like you know he was like oh like you know oh you know you're hot or whatever and he was making you know advances at me and he was a douche and i was not feeling him and it was just like really uncomfortable and i was like you don't really know anything about me in this moment but like the way you're messing with me is just not okay yeah like if we are to have bathrooms that we were sharing space with men and women we'd have to be like this is not the place or where you're like you know you know gonna be hitting on somebody i mean uh my mind is still racing like a motherfucker because now you got me even thinking there's like certain things like and i can always come back no, for being a straight male, <laughs> since we're talking about this bathroom thing really really quickly, like being as a straight male, if I was to see a bad example of me, say young MA come into the, the gym, the, the guy's gym yeah. at fucking Planet Fitness, I probably wouldn't even care because I already know like the intent 
is not there. Right, right. So it's like when I see these stories about people worried about the bathroom, I'm like, is that what we really care about? Like, is that really right. an issue? But it's a it's a sensitivity it's, that's a distraction that keeps us from things that are really important. But like we're really good at making import unimportant things important mm-hmm. in this country. Right. And we when the root of the problem is nothing to do with your gender or the bathroom you want to use. It's about power it's about yeah it's about to be in, con- in control and yeah in control yeah. yeah all right well let's i, I just want to lighten this things up i think we should just do two more questions let you run out of here so first i see a ring on a particular finger oh. i didn't even look <laughs> this is what we do this is my job so um there's a date there's some bells what's happening with this <laughs> oh my god is this, is this real Oh, yeah. I peeped it way earlier. We were talking about Remy Ma, but (laughs) I just know how to hold it down. No. His name is my career. That's okay. Got you, got you. I just like to wear a ring on that. I just wear my ring on that finger. Just checking. No no one knows. Just checking. Is it because of the industry or or you just focused on one thing? Just leave me alone. It's just like. um, Because, I mean, the industry being. You know, I'll keep it real. Yeah. It's just, it's about like. I know what I'm worth and what I deserve, and I haven't really found it. Okay, and it's 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 not very easy. But you don't it's think you're very blocking, difficult. You're not blocking your blessing. I hate when people say that, uh, but you know. But do you feel like people no. maybe not might not approach you because you have the ring on your finger? I never really thought that. Because that's what I would do. Like if I had somebody with a ring on their finger, I'm automatically staying away because I'm not like you know a scumbag. But you know, some people it's just like you know. I only City. say that I never. <laughs> I know. I never <laughs> thought that because this is not a very gaudy or it doesn't look like a a, a, a ring it's just a band okay and it doesn't which is even more like no that's even more because i can't i think so, there's a lot even like women who just yeah. wear bands because uh, i guess i know too many women who have City. rocks and yeah. so let me well, start. and i only saw it from the <laughs> underside so i just saw the band oh, i didn't see yeah. it from the top yeah oh no yeah yeah okay that was kind of flattering though <laughs> i actually don't know if i ever want to get married but. that's real it's real. That's real. real. Let's yeah. be real. I don't know. I don't really. I don't project that. If it's gonna happen, it'll happen on on God's time. It's not my time. I, mm-hmm. I can't. You speak like so so much positivity. Like these things. Like do you like kind of like meditate and just put it out in the universe? Like I do attitude. Um. Yeah, I do. I feel like the place I come from has. Listen, it's a dark, deep, deep, dark world, and shit is real. And it's not. You know, I what I learned growing up in my days before my transition was that no one is going to bat for me the way I'm going to bat for me. And I need to step up to the plate for myself. I need to like find the positive and I need to find the love and I need to have that space and I have to respect myself and care. And I know too many people who don't really care and respect themselves. And I think that shows. And I think you have to be someone who's like a hundred for your, for yourself. And when people are a hundred for you, your friends and your family and your loved ones, that's a plus. That's like that's icing on the cake, you know. But you gotta really show up for yourself. In the words of Lauren Hill, how you gonna win when you ain't right within? I think it's really something about you, like knowing who you are and like being at zen with yourself, and then everything else just falls into place. Like everything else just falls right in line. Yeah, so. it does. It's something about being authentic, and I think that comes with being true to yourself. If you're not authentic and you're just like putting up this facade and faking it and like not realizing your happiness and if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing for you, yeah. then it's not going to come come through. But I do think it, the road the road of inauthenticity <clears throat> is really what gets you to that place. You have to the, you have to go through like the phase. I say this to Fake people. Like you you have it. to go through these these moments in these places where you don't understand it, you are faking it, you're not real, you're not keeping it 100, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're living like above your means or whatever to get the big picture, to get the point and to know why. Like, I think that's really what it's about is knowing the why. Why am I 
happy or why am I positive? It's because I, I, I fought for that reason to have that, you know? And that's, I think, yeah. what everyone needs. That's what a lot of people miss. And I feel like in a they weird need. way, you can't even be authentic until you've been, like, inauthentic. Exactly. Like you don't that's, even know what it's the, like. Yeah, that was yeah. The point you don't that even know what it's really make, like yeah. to have like a real Louis bag until you have a fake Louis bag. You're just like, oh, this is an upgrade. <laughs> you know how to appreciate that Louis e- bag. Exactly. Yeah, you have to like go through like you know like that. But it's also sh- with love too. We always say that. Yeah, yeah, you can have like yeah. really bad love and bad relationships, and yeah. then you get the right one. And yeah. Blah 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 blah. She just treats me so right. Yeah. So there's light at the end of the tunnel because I think you have to go through a real dark age. Age. I think even with myself, I think like if you want to put something and like really work at it and just like just go hard and like want to come into fruition you have Mm -hmm. to kind of like space out and like put yourself before yourself and then become like so let me ask you a question go ahead what as a straight identified man Mm -hmm. before we met or as we met or whatever what was your what was your idea of of me or what is your idea of trans women do you have an idea of trans women very interesting do you um do they exist to you do you care or not no they do care um you know i I work in news so i this cut this conversation topic does not like really strange to me at all like i I, my idea is like there are people and they have a choice to make i did you do become judgmental when you read stories like how you say it becomes a trend because they put everybody in the box and then when you've come to find and learn out that everybody has a different truth to happiness yeah, yeah. as to what completes them like i don't I, who's who's to judge and who's to make that type of um mental judgment so i mean with, with to answer your question like i just thought they were just people you know we can sit down and have a conversation it is what it is and i mean like like you said with being authentic like yeah. i believe if sometimes i can understand why people want to hold back and like share like that i'm actually a trans because they could be still going through the process yeah. and the, versus someone like yourself who when you're dating you just come out and straight say it because mm-hmm. you you're almost you're at one with yourself you know yeah so i i feel i, I don't need to know that like when i'm meeting people because i mean right and just, I, I don't it's one of those things where it's not disclosed like i don't meet you i don't go hi i'm but, you know i'm exactly because like, it's but, like it's on a need to know basis when you're dating exactly you know, that's a need to know yeah. like okay i need to say something or i'm okay right now and i don't need to say anything but i i asked that question too because i feel like i feel like when we interact with people based on our upbringing based on our 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 sexuality and the things that we connect with we know we put people in boxes in our in our own day-to-day life so when you see a girl walk down the street or if i see a guy walk down the street it's two or three different things it's like don't really notice them he's really fine i'm not attracted to him I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? And so we kind of have those things filtered. And it's interesting I asked you because a lot of people will say with trans people, if they know, they'll be like, oh, I just, you know, they're people and they're just doing their thing. And it's almost like they're just over there. Like, mm-hmm. but but I can't, but we can't, we cannot um, disacknowledge that trans people are affecting everyone's psyche from you know you being attracted to us or not you specifically but i'm just saying in general being attracted to trans women and like this is the problem with trans women being murdered and being killed now it's just like i just read another story of another girl who was murdered and it's just like i'm exhausted i don't know about you and i can't even quote names and do all that because i'm just so tired of it but it's like a lot of our our a lot of our uh you know suitors Mm -hmm. they're they're like intrigued they're attracted they're yeah. interested they want and it's like uh, the narrative is that that they don't want that they're not interested and not attracted and like mm-hmm. this is the biggest lie yeah and these men know what they're doing and they're covering it up and it's just really it's really bad because 
it's just it's just putting out that more of that energy and that signal into the universe that like we are not worthy we're not okay yeah. and like i'm here to tell you laverne is here to tell, tell you a lot of people are here to tell you that we are and that that's what we're trying to do is like part of the mission is like for me is to be authentic and be myself and um encourage people to question things but also look for the positive and like you know do some work you know do some homework yeah and um if you do happen to be a dude or a guy who like meets a trans girl and you find her attractive and you're interested in her, but you, but you just, you can't, or you just don't know what to do. I'd say, take that moment and research and figure that out for yourself and be like, all right, I'm cool to an extent. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Or she was fly. She was cool. That's like, I may want to talk to her and then figure it out for yourself, you know? And it's, it's hard because like everyone goes, lives based off of their friends and their family's opinions and the opinion and, and the that's opinions of sucks, other people because we all do it i've done it we all do it because like but it's really hard to just judge for yourself and be like is this worth my time is this what i really like or what i'm into mm-hmm. so it's trial and error honey yeah i have to try and, and not to like switch the narrative of this but just to bring it like i think like the bigger picture of like you know quote unquote the umbrella like you know the lgbt thing mm-hmm. and it's just like you know, the world could be racist, the world could be homophobic, but the trans, like, phobia that we have in, like, this, I, I don't know about the world, because I don't, well, I do live in the world, but, you know, I don't live yeah. in, like, every country, but, like, what we're dealing with in America is, like, ridiculous. Like, yeah. the fact that it's just, it's like, I, I was watching, um, this is so random, but to the point that you made earlier, there was uh, the story I was watching, it's basically, like, you know, like a, a, a Dateline NBC-esque kind of show, but there was this guy that was dating this trans woman, and he knew, well, the, the way her best friend said that she like he knew she was trans you know right. like all this other he stuff he was aware yeah I don't know if it was a really popular case actually I think it was in Chicago no it wasn't Chicago somewhere in the south but anyway long story short the guy ended up like killing her uh, and it was just like yeah. my guy like you could just leave like you don't have to be here like yeah. the fact that people get so caught up in these emotions and it's just the like the power of leaving yeah, yeah I'm know. just like you could really just put on your fucking dunks and walk out the door <laughs> like you don't have to do this so I'm just like yeah. it's is. The killing is it's trash. Yeah, it's just so, trash. There's so many stories out there, and I'm learning this myself. Is that I think, especially like as a, as a straight male, there's a lot of acceptance in in this society specifically because there's so much in the world to like what you can be associated with or what you can understand and and not take. And I think it starts off with LGBT. Like, there's a lot of people who straight male they can't deal with being too like familiar with a gay person like right. I, I started my it's like you know like <laughs> I I worked at many retail stores and it was like oh you gay I don't care like I'm not trying to like you know it is right. what it is I'm not trying to do this with you so yeah. why does it if you don't like like you said if you don't accept it then you walk away but then you still should learn and learn yeah. multiple things about it because like you have a story with people just learning like being up front and like you say go ahead and google but I think what society is like, people don't learn about this until they hear these stories because they don't care to learn about right. it. Yeah. And that's why I don't. It's true. That's I shouldn't it. even say this, but you know, it is what it is. But that's why I made such a point of just coming in here. I just wanted to speak to you just as a Thank person. You. I really respect that. No, because I think a lot of people, it's just like it. Um, And I think there was, and you know, while she is problematic, I think in the, in some ways, many people feel like she's a part of the community, even though she is not. But Wendy Caitlin, Williams, uh, Wendy. oh, no, Wendy. And there's a clip of, it's so funny, it just popped up on my timeline a couple of days ago, but there's a clip of Laverne on Wendy, yep. and she was asking her about reassignment. And Laverne was like, listen, if you want to talk after the show about that shit, like, we can, but yeah. I'm, not, like, I'm not asking you about your, like, you know, your private parts. parts. Yeah. Don't ask me about mine. So I think a lot of people, like, when you come into a conversation, and it's just so focused around, like, okay, here's this person, and yeah. here's what they are. Like, I think is is much 
much easier for people to like understand, you know, yeah. this, which but is really also, nothing. But, that, but that's also the power of the the trans movement is like is forcing people to realize that when we do that, we objectify each other so much. Yeah. That we objectify women and men in so many different ways because we make it all about their body parts. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you don't have, you know, like the biggest boobs or the biggest butt, yeah. and like the problem is, is like we're just overlooking people in general, all left and right. We don't care about who they are, what they got going on inside, mm-hmm. and like we're like, so okay, physical. look at me at, as a person before you get to that conversation and I'm like the same way if you want to have like a real like heart to heart one on one conversation mm-hmm. in the right time in the right place that's possible yeah. but it's like coming at me from the standpoint of like oh like did you have the surgery right like, da, 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 da. so what's between your and legs like, right now it's and, and like, it's like that's really for me to know and that's for mm-hmm. like the people that I'm involved with intimately mm-hmm. to know yeah and like that's really pretty much it like but we we do take for granted that like everyone just assumes that it is what it is yeah and i mean you know we the world is a vast beautiful array of colors and Mm -hmm. you will be you know there's all kinds of options yeah let's just say that (laughs) all right one more question before we let you run yes so this is very difficult this is heartbreaking this is a very this is probably the toughest question i'm going to ask all day all right how are you dealing with the closing of g lounge Now, if you're not familiar with the G Lounge, the closing of G Lounge. G Lounge was a very Uh popular gay club here in New York City. I think it was probably like, probably, I arguably the blackest gay club. I would say the most uh, crossover. Okay, yes. I I didn't always see G Lounge as just the blackest. Really? Yeah, I felt like it had like a mixture. There's always black people in there. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, to be honest with you, it's like I've been in New York long enough to see so many places close that it's just like one an, another one bites the dust. Facts only. Yeah, yeah, I mean the Roxy was like one of the first ones I was like I saw a close, mm-hmm. big you know wonderful place, and it just you know limelight like a lot of these different yeah. clubs just close and that's just what happens. It's like the one thing you learn living in a place for a while you kind of see the things come and go like this won't be here and forever yeah and then you it's like a rude awakening you know rude boy yeah <laughs> are, you West, are you West Indian uh, descent this is rude. I'm not oh, I'm no. Bahamian from the Bahamas but um <laughs> it's better in the Bahamas do people connect to you often no they don't <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, well I'll be the first and I'll keep it up thank you. <laughs> um so yeah, I don't. It's yeah. sad that yeah, no, G Lounge closed, but just with <laughs> the you. big question. I actually didn't like it there. I hated it because I was just like, "This is." Uh, I worked there a few times, so okay, it was like, yeah. the, it was, um, yeah, part of the community, and the, like, I really enjoyed working yeah. with people I worked with there. But gotcha. Is there any music coming out this year from you? Um, yes, ish, possibly. Why is it a yes? Yeah. Why is it a yes ish? Um, yes no? Well, uh, well, it is not a yes or a no <laughs> right? because um, no maybe because you know the din- dinner is not ready. I'm still in the kitchen. Oh, oh that's fair. Oh, got you. Got and you. don't serve me no undercooked ass meal. Oh, don't you worry. Like we got a full meal for you. It's when the like, plate comes out, I want it to be popping. It, it will be. Yeah. Um, I'm really, really excited about the project I've been working with. Uh, I've been working on. Um, this has like been my baby, and like it's been a couple of years in the making mm-hmm. and it's um it's very exciting for me because i mentioned earlier like i'm not with a label at the moment i'm independent but i'm working um with some a great team of producers and writers um shout out to the tribe and um my people and um it's going to be i think the best thing that i've ever done it is the best thing i've ever done it's going to be bananas it's your i honestly think that it's going to take the world by storm and it's going to make people see um not only if we're just talking about work mm-hmm. i think it's going to be um something that people will look at from a work standpoint and also hopefully for the community it'll be something that people can relate to and and inspire 
and I'm really excited about it. Well, I, I do have, have a song that's going to be coming out soon. It's called Faces, and um, it's it's a it's a, a pop like the gotcha. style is dance pop and R and B, but it's a definitely like a an anthemic. Um, song about being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to say that I've never been in a music video, so if you're looking for oh. anybody to just <laughs> sit on the couch or hit an eight count, I'm there. So uh, just want to let you know. Just want to let you know. I have sti- auditions next. Week. I'm yeah. still confused. I have to audition. You basically wow. told us the music is ready, wow, but without telling us when it's coming out. Oh, so. the, I, there is no date. This TV, TV, uh, oh, D. No, I respect that though, because even with Solange, I think she wrote "Cranes in the Sky" like seven years ago or twelve, like some <laughs> crazy <laughs> long like time 30 ago. Thirty years ago. Yeah, she was just born. like, "Nope, see that the table's not ready yet. Y'all just gonna have to fucking wait." When we waited, so <laughs> yeah, I respect it. Yeah. yeah, that's the real like you know testament of an artist. Don't just be putting shit out just so it can get clipped. I just feel like you make sure it's good. You come with more than just like the art. Like, there's so many questions racing through my mind. But you have to come back up here. Is that? Is that? Like- I would love to. Yeah, and that's uh, that's part of the whole. That's uh, that's the package deal. It's like you know, I'm an artist and I'm a musician, but like, and I'm an entertainer. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, because you, know, you do. But a- I, I'm. But, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but it's you know, it's from the heart. You know, that's really what it is. I was just, God, damn. Damn, sorry, I have one shit. question. I only have it because my friend brought it up to me the other day and I had never thought about it until she, like, raised this point to me. And I was like, I don't know they felt that way. But she was telling me how there's some trans um, people that she knows, is I guess specifically, you know, trans women, mm-hmm. that are not in favor of drag queens because it's like a mocking thing. Have you heard of that before? I or? have. Okay. Um, I think that we need to make, uh, we need to make equal inclusive spaces for trans women who do drag. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a thing. Transgendered women who are women who do drag work. Um, specifically, I will just put on blast my sister and one of my best friends, um, Peppermint, who yes, is on right, RuPaul's so she, Drag Race right, right, season right, right, right. nine. Yes. She's a trans woman, um, but she d- does drag. She does. She's a drag queen. Um, but there, there's this uh, this idea that you cannot do drag and be a trans woman um, that you know drag is just for men who dress up and make fun of women or caricature women and um, I think we're in a space where we're learning that that's evolving and that it's okay to you know be there mm-hmm. so I, I don't think it's always been that way I, definitely a couple of years ago maybe 10 15 years ago it was not seen as the same thing and yeah. you would not want to be a drag queen who was trans but I think that we are learning that you don't have to just be like a gay man to do drag mm-hmm. um you can be a trans woman who gotcha. does drag as well. What That's was your a, question? You just, uh, I already forgot the question. Now. Mine oh. is blown. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> <My bad. No. laughs> the, just since we're talking Jeez. about drag, uh, interesting that you said even now, I didn't know that was even acceptable or unacceptable. It's like, or looked at in a different light. Because it looks I, at it in a different in way. A different, different way. Yeah. Because yeah. that's like almost blackface if you think about it in some in some. Some form. You know, I never thought of it like that, but you're you're tiptoeing on something, yeah. You're sticking your toe in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, I I can understand because I mean, but I, I'm, who thinks about it in that light? I, I think some people, like I said before, but some mm, people, so funny. some people like think that. so fast. Like I'm, I'm, my mind is racing, and mm-hmm. like they just don't put that judgment out there. Like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. I really. Yeah. I really had it's just deep. let that sit in for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's very deep. Because um, I never thought that before, but in a weird way, I can am see I wrong? how. No, I think you're kind of right. You actually bring a, a, a point that I've never even heard or thought of before. Because in a way, it's almost like, you know, because I did. Well, this is just from my understanding. But I know a, like a lot of drag queens, especially that work in like, you know, the clubs, mm-hmm. they get dressed once they get to the club. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to deal with, you know, that harassment, harassment and all the other shit. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know, yeah. 
Look at you. Yeah, but it's like at the end of the day, it's really about how you identify and how you go home, you know, who you go home as mm-hmm. and how you feel when you wake mm-hmm. up. Yeah. You know, versus like what you take on and what you take off. Yeah. Because you go home and you take off that hat. <laughs> yeah, some And mask. some girls go home and take off their hats, which are not actually hats. They're, <laughs> they're called hats, but... <laughs> Do <laughs> all my girls out there? Oh know my what I mean. god! Wow, you lay her right on the dresser. <laughs> yeah, you curl or up hang in the her bed. Up. Right on, hang her, hang yeah, her up. If you're you bougie, go. you gotta right. wear, you gotta stand. If, wow. if if I wore hats, I would definitely just throw mine on the floor, and then the next morning I'd be like, shake it out, throw it on, get on the train, <laughs> fuck it. But yeah, all right. Well, we've um, definitely you know kept you for way longer than it's all good. It was good for a good cause. Yes. I'm actually really happy that I stayed. All right, so we can. Hold on. Should we go to even? I went to your website several times. I, Is it still working? Y- yes. <laughs> right. Oh my god! I was just being, you know, checking through. Listen, maybe. Squarespace be looking for them dollars. You'd be like, again, <laughs> like I have to pay. You know, this this domain again, like. Uh, is it, hold on. I have the link. Looking my... at my stuff over here. Like, this is strange. So I was. <laughs> On the website, you you do a lot of cover cover music. So yeah. is that where we should expect the new music? Or how should what format should we or how should we receive? It's gonna this? be um we'll get information through either the website and on my Facebook, which is the or the T H E Mila Jam. Mm-hmm. Also on my Instagram, you'll get a lot of information there at the Mila Jam. Um, iTunes, it's gonna be on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be you're gonna be able to get it. It's not gonna be on. Don't it's not gonna be on like SoundCloud. It'll mm-hmm. be on iTunes. Ooh, what's wrong with that? Was no shade. <laughs> um, nothing is wrong with SoundCloud. You don't get the coins. I, don't really <laughs> I thought the oh, <laughs> iTunes would give you a coin now. That's what you need in your life to oh. send. I, what if I pull a fast one and put it up on SoundCloud and you'll be surprised? Boom. No, you should put what? it on title. Just just call B. No. Oh, titles cutting checks. Uh, well, all right. You will, you don't want to be signed to Parkwood? <laughs> oh, we B. Let's talk. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> shit, I'd be signed to Parkwood. I can't do nothing. I would just be signed to the label. Like, like, I love your face. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little more. You want to put a beat on? That's actually not my favorite song to sing. My favorite song to sing at the moment of Beyonce's is um, I don't need no beat. I'm singing in piano. Oh, ego. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then I'm just in the back with a little stick like the ego video, just busting the choreography. I definitely got a song now. Oh, what song? We do a karaoke with me. I got a song now. Like, sing this. No. um, Really quickly, very random. Me and my friend were talking about this the other day. What is your most, like, what's your favorite Beyonce album? Well, I guess least favorite. I want to go with that. Least favorite. Can you have a least? Let's do most. All right, let's do most. Let's do least. But I also want to know least. Okay, least favorite um, is probably, oh, this is a good one. Um, Least favorite, I would say B Day. Really, but which is actually probably has like some of the best songs. Yeah, but the album in totality for me was not. It's not my favorite one. Really? So then, what's your my, favorite? My favorite album, I would say, is either. Uh, is it dangerously in love? Crazy, uh, dangerously, dangerously in love. In love her yeah. first one, or okay. uh, or Beyonce. I really like Self-titled. the Beyonce okay. album. All right, because, honest fact, yeah, I, mean, I have never listened to an entire Beyonce. I'm not surprised. You're saying this as if we like. I, I'm, I'm not surprised. 
I've never listened to an entire Future album. We just live in different spaces, and that's fine. <laughs> that's I, fine. I think I've listened to a lot of probably the most. If uh, you've you've eliminated. probably heard every song off of uh, B Day, just because that song had a lot of that album had a lot of singles. So, well, let's say I haven't listened to the, uh, her albums in entirety. That's fair. That's fair. You know. That's fair. All right. Well, okay, so, well should, what are your social media handles? All right, uh, give us yes. one more time. All my social media is at the Mila Jam, T H E M I L A J A M. Um, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Snapchat at Mila Jams with a Z. Mila Jams, M I L A J A M Z. And um, you know, Facebook or anywhere else, it's the Mila Jam. I'm the only one. And if you want to find me on iTunes, cool. uh, it's Mila Jam. Um, I have some records on there, Spotify, and I am on SoundCloud too. Just so you know. Um, I didn't see you on And you might find me on the corner of 14th Street and 6th. No, I'm joking. <laughs> and I'm, dead. I'm, I'm not like, that oh, kind of girl. McDonald's. Like, I know exactly what you were talking by about. By the McDonald's. <laughs> right. I'm not that kind of girl. 14th and 6th, right there, yeah. Shout out to everybody out there who's on their struggle and their hustle and their grind. Um, yeah. Because we're all just trying to get home. Trying to get That's home. That's what it boils down to. Be at home with yourself. Right. So thanks for joining us. You're welcome. No, she's coming back up here because I have so many more questions. And I'm All right. Well, then we'll do now. that. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll go. Yeah. I'll come back. I would love to. Yeah. Can you come back before you drop music, please? Uh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. And then we can promote you it. You got to go. Time. So we're going to get out of here. Okay. Right. Yeah. So this All has right. been episode 41 of Fully Loaded. See, I'm almost out of here without even telling us where right, to find Right. Yeah. Ourselves. Right. So make sure you, uh, <laughs> as always, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play. And I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, whatever. Um, if you t- listen there, then you, you know. You could also find Malcolm on TMZ and Stop saying that. <laughs> weekly, you could find him on Still Diverted, which releases on YouTube. Go check it out. Every uh, Friday. Focus JRJ here with Hey Malcolm and Jamila. Um, she's going to come Mila back. Jamila, where are you going to? Is, oh, is with Jamila's Jamila, what oh, you. Is, oh, I cut your mic off. He's my just trying to come. No, he's no, like right? kicking me out of yeah. the No, 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 I'm not. It's Mila. I know you have to. Mila is short for Jamila. Jamila, okay. Okay. Yes. I, I know it's I wasn't okay. okay. Yeah. What do you rather go by just so we get this right? Stage name. Mila. Mila. Yeah, right. Yeah. We need to get okay. these followers. <laughs> okay. You can't Google Jamila. Like, yeah, right? But yeah. No. All right. <laughs> Let's get All right. It. Y'all be good. We'll talk in two. Peace out. This is a J.R. Jeter production.